0: The
1: show hippity zippity it's hotline league episode 100 we're bringing back the old intros to celebrate 100 episodes of hotline league we're also bringing back our most popular celebrated guest esports icon helped found the league of legends industry as we know it kelby may is here (laughs) kelby how's it going
2: I'm doing great, man. Super excited to be I on see for the 100th you episode.
1: F- I see you brought a friend with you. Would you like to introduce uh, this person that you insisted come along? We don't really yeah. know him that well.
2: Apollo wasn't available, but we settled for probably the second most popular ADC in North America. <laughs> it's your boy, Peter Pang.
1: Nice. Double I have
2: huge shoes to fill.
1: Double lift. welcome to the show. How you doing?
0: Um, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. But really, I'm doing you a huge favor. So you really be thanking me.
1: <laughs> from his brand new apartment that he was able to afford with the brand that he's built.
3: By people, myself.
1: From people interviewing him and giving him <laughs> a lot of advice early on.
2: Yeah, you're right. Thanks, Kilby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward
4: to this episode.
1: Nick is already laughing behind me, by the way, so that's great. What are, what's
4: everyone drinking? Because I heard Nick was drinking. I yeah. got wine. Nick I assume he's drinking. Nick. I have Dota flavored water, bitches.
2: Jesus
1: Christ. So, 100th episode of League of Legends show you bring a Dota flavored water situation? <laughs> Does it taste like salt? Because that's mostly what I see on the Dota subreddit these days.
3: Hey! No, that's, that's
2: true, actually. <laughs> I hear Dota's shifted, going through a rough state right now. They
1: shifted their entire Dota 2 dev team to make that VR shit for Half-Life. So I, I guess uh, <laughs> yeah. no more patches anytime soon. Wait, is that true? <laughs> uh, I don't know. But... Well, they have So they haven't patched in forever. So if you go to the Dota subreddit, yeah. and also they, they don't do any like marketing is what the Dota subreddit calls it. So if you go over there right now, And I go there every now and then just, like, whenever my sodium levels are low. And, uh, like, the day after Worlds, people were like, guys, we know that we're the much better game and the much better eSport, which is why it's so infuriating that League is so much more popular. And it's because they do these, like, eSports marketing things like Worlds where they had, like, this song that came out. And it's so funny. I just, I wallow in it.
2: Yeah, it's pretty good.
1: Mark Z is joining us as always, my constant co-host. Mark, a hundred episodes—did you think that you and I would be able to do a hundred episodes of the same show together?
4: It's one of those things where you like you 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 settle for something, and you wake up years later and you're like, "How did I get here?" Yeah, and you re- you just have to live with the life that's eroded away from you. And that's—I'm glad that's
1: we're, what, we're all like celebrating a hundred episodes of this show. That's uh, all of us <laughs> being so positive and upbeat here at the start of the show. By the way, I didn't know where to put stream alerts, so I just stuck them over your face, Mark. So that's just... That's good. If, if any of you guys see Mark and you want to not see him, feel free to throw a Twitch Prime the way. That's, that's the way that works. Shout out to uh, Alienware and Movement for joining us for our 100th episode. Our sponsors, really appreciate it. We'll talk more about them as the show continues. But coincidentally, the 100th episode of Hotline just happened to land on... free agency day this year so we've got a lot of rumors to talk about i think that's about it for like the really the free agency stuff's the only thing that's been going on in league this past week right mark did i forget anything um
4: what about scouting grounds the subreddit oh scouting grounds happened yeah yeah that's true i worked that event
1: (laughs) and even Um, you forgot that it happened that's how
4: and and the subreddit stuff about hiding all those cool announcements.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I do we need to complain about the subreddit once more? I feel just, like.
4: Just just momentarily. Isn't right. it like an on, like a tradition at this point?
1: I mean, if I go there right now, there's a ton of announcements on it.
4: Yeah, but they didn't allow, like, TL's one isn't on there. The fact that Brox is joining, Doublelift.
1: Is huh? that a fact? Uh, nah, yeah. I don't
4: know what you're talking about, sorry. that one's, that one's They're saying goodbye to Smithy, but the Brox confirmed fact from Doublelift's mouth is not on there yet nor is the Sven going to a c9 confirmed fact also from double if i'm gonna what why am i being used as a fall guy here i don't know shit you have more authority if so if you say it even as a rumor then people will clip in and be like well it's it's double if he's he knows
1: i'm gonna be so confused if broxa goes to tl because i heard from multiple people close to TL that Brox was not going there. So it's gonna, I'm gonna feel bamboozled if that's the fact. Anyway.
4: You have uh, a close relationship with one of these people.
0: And
1: I'm not gonna say who.
4: Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, get me
0: out of here. <laughs> it's the end call button and yeah, it's in arm's reach. <laughs>
1: uh, so anyway, uh, but I think that's it. So uh, I guess the, what what can we talk about? So actually Peter, we haven't talked about this. What are you comfortable talking about on this show? Like anything, any speculation or rumor that's not related to TL?
0: Um... Yeah, sure, I guess so. I mean, I can talk about the, the rumors as if they're true. Also, why is my fucking web... I fucking hate Skype. Skype is so ass. Your show is garbage. I'm just kidding, uh, but no, Skype is garbage. Your show is great.
3: It's part being the, Your,
0: your
1: background is very bright, so I think that's part of the reason why... Is that
4: why? Yes. Is that really why you have now, no light in front of the you. lighting I really quick. So. I don't think, I don't think the background lighting can be so bright that Skype turns on the blur thing automatically. Well, it's not
1: turning on the blur thing, but he will be more in focus now. If we, it was,
4: it was on for a second. I think.
1: Yeah. See, that's way Is better. better. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's way better. All right. Anyway. Uh, so mostly we're talking about that. Uh, what are the, the biggest things? Um, I guess we won't, Talk. We're, we can if somebody wants to call in about the Broxa stuff. Peter will just abstain from the, the rumor. But uh, the Golden Glue to Golden Guardian stuff. Mythy retiring. Biofrost and Smoothie switching, which actually is confirmed by the orgs, I believe. Uh, at I least CLG. smoothie
4: Sweet. At least go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So I know at least the CLG stuff. I don't know if TSM's announced Biofrost officially, but I feel like we can talk about that. Um and
4: sven to c9 are we talking about that
1: yes we we can talk about that there's a whole lot of different stuff so uh yeah i think honestly i guess maybe we just start getting into to calls about it. Oh, our own. One of the reddit threads was about double's opinion on perks and lwx oh yeah yeah i don't did you see that yet mark basically yeah final, peter you were saying lwx you're embarrassed that he won finals because you felt like you and Perks were much better. Like him. He
4: said it gave him hope to win finals because that guy sucks compared to him.
1: Well, yeah, that's that
4: exactly. Yeah. Way to twist my words, Travis.
0: Sorry.
1: RD. Does that so under Mark's definition, it's like, well, if that guy can win, then I guess I can. It's not setting a very high bar for yourself.
4: What? Yes, Isn't that is. exactly what he said?
0: Yeah. Wait, no, that is what I said. As I said, that it makes me hopeful that I can win because
4: I think I'm better than him.
1: Yeah, I know. But whatever. Anyway, let's just get into calls. Uh, Mark, do you want to explain how the show goes?
4: Uh, yeah, if you guys have never seen the show before, it's a live call and show. Um, so the way that we do this is we have a Discord. I'm going to be spamming it in Twitch chat right now. You're going to want to go ahead and join up on this Discord. When you get here, uh, go ahead and join Pleb Calls or Pleb Calls 2 voice channels. You'll need to be in one of those in order for me to pull you from that to the waiting room. Uh, you're going to post your topics in the pleb topics or subtopics text channels. Um, you know, Don't try and have discussions in there. There's other text channels for that. Just post what you want to talk about. Um, if you like someone else's take, you can, of course, put some emojis on it or something like that. Uh, assuming that we like your topic, we'll pull you from that voice channel that you're in into the waiting room. You'll hang out there until it's your turn. We'll do one quick audio check to make sure your microphone works and everything. And then we'll pull you to discuss whatever it is that we pulled you for.
1: Oh yeah, we can talk about Xmithie leaving TL because uh, that actually, a team like we put that out. Do you have, have you talked, did you talk about that on your stream at all, Peter?
0: Yeah, I talked about most of the rumors already on my stream, but that's okay.
1: Well, now, we people, get, overlap. now people get to call in. Um, exactly. What do you, uh, what's sort of the story about, and this isn't a rumor because it got confirmed, what's, what do you have to say about Xmithie leaving?
0: Um, well, I want to play them again. As my first option, but obviously it's like not within my power to like <clears throat> decide the roster. I can just give input, and I think that he's really good. He's the best jungler in NA at least, and he's like the the fact that he's old like really doesn't matter too much to me as long as it feels like he's still dedicated and motivated to play with. Like the age doesn't really matter. It just it, it's it's like all about your mentality because you can be like 22 years old and also checked out. The same way you can be like twenty-eight or whatever. How old he is and checked out?
1: <clears throat> are you? Are you sorry? Are you playing he's checked out at twenty-eight?
0: No, okay. but I'm saying that it, the age doesn't really matter. <clears throat> All that matters is whether or not someone's like still hungry to win. I think he is still hungry to win, and I never got the feeling that he was like. I mean, obviously, like it's not like he was absolutely trying his million percent, like sacrifice sleep and and never goes outside and stuff like that. But I think he was really good, and I like playing with him, and we were really good, and I feel like blowing up the best roster is not, never had a really good result in the past, so um, it's a shame. I'd rather have played with him again, but obviously, I'm going to do my best with whoever we get it to replace him.
1: So you're a little nervous about how, you're a little nervous about uh, roster changes after, like, the win streak, it sounds like.
3: Um.
0: Yeah, I think I think roster changes are only good if someone's clearly like not good enough. But I didn't feel like it was the case when I was on TSM, and I didn't feel like it was the case this time. So it just feels like roster changes happen because management like essentially wants to do something. Like they feel like they need to do something. Um, that's that's my take on it, at least. Gotcha. They're they're in power. Like we have, we should do something. It's like we can like fucking whip our players harder next year. But like we can make some changes in like who's playing. So, uh, that's what happens.
1: Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, Mark has started to pull people into the waiting room. By the way, if you are a sub, thank you so much for being one. Uh, be sure to sync your Discord and your Twitch because it gives you access to the sub topics channel, which moves a little slower than the pleb topics channel. You can put your take in there. Uh, it gives you a bit of a higher chance of of making it in <clears throat> and i'm hoping we might get some uh some friends to call in for our 100th episode nick allen is behind me so maybe at some point in time nick allen will have a take he wants to share i don't know if you noticed that peter but he's back here
0: no yeah i did
1: okay well i, I could tell you're excited about
0: you did, it you did mention him okay yeah of course
1: well it looks like our first caller is here duncan is here duncan where are you calling from
5: uh, i'm calling from uh, new york and my topic is i think this is c9's year i think sven's gonna bring some big upgrades to the bot lane and sneaky was holding the team down and this could be it with vulcan a lot of money we paid for him but uh i think it's all gonna be worth it this year and i really think this bot lane can contest core j and j and double lift buggers <laughs>
1: <laughs> well uh, I really quickly somebody just gifted hundred subs in the chat. That's fucking insane. I'm gonna get to you shortly, killing you guy. But thank you. Uh, I don't want to interrupt the call too much. Okay, so you think that Sven is like the is gonna upgrade C9? I mean, they did quite well this year. Are you suggesting that they're gonna become the number one team in the league this year with Sven?
5: Uh, I think it's going to be much more hotly contested league this year, just because of the, all the upgrades all around. But I do ultimately think either in spring and summer that C9 will have a real shot at the title and will likely end up winning it.
1: Okay. So the, the rumored roster is licorice, uh, blabber, licorice blabber, Nisky, Zven, and Vulcan. Uh, and you seem to think that Zven's like the strong... You're putting a lot of emphasis on Zven uh, over Vulcan and the bot lane. So you think that he's like the stronger component of that or he's going to be more responsible for their success?
5: Uh, I think Zven's a very good player. I think in the past he has shown this. I think, unfortunately, on TSM, he didn't believe his teammates could carry him. So that forced him to try to over... Like, make some bad mistakes, obviously. And I also think that overall Sven is just like know how Jack said TSM is like the suppression machine. Yeah.
1: T- talent suppression I, machine I, I, was what he said on the show last week or in the chat.
5: Yeah, I agree with that. And like a lot of players that come out of TSM are definitely a lot better on other teams.
1: All right, Mark, I'm going to throw to you first and then we'll let Peter maybe wrap the topic.
4: Uh, which part do you want to dig into? Like the, this will... Whatever have you have
1: the take- stronger feeling on.
4: Well, I, I mean, I think the move's interesting. I think it'll be good. Um, but the part about contesting TL and something I, I, I'm not quite as sold on. I think Sven will do better than what we saw last year. I don't know about the whole TSM talent suppression thing, but that was a roster, for at least from what I could tell and hear about that have plenty of internal issues and problems Uh, and so just anytime you get a fresh start you usually look a little bit better Um, but whether or not that means it's better than what Sneaky and Zazel did this year I don't know I like Vulcan a lot but I'm not
1: you like him 1.5 million a lot no (laughs) because Jack likes him 1.5 million a lot I don't think I like
4: anyone in league 1.5 million I would not pay 1.5 million to anyone in the league scene to to work for me for a year.
1: Well, it's not they're not paying Vulcan 1.5,
4: <laughs> right? They're paying Dave Dignitas, 1.5 yeah, to yeah. buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think he's good, but like just looking at the early parts of their career, him compared to Zazel, I feel like both have had high part points, but I don't know what he's going to bring other than probably a little bit better mechanics to then what Zazel brought to them. So. I'm not sure what the move does, other than maybe it's cheaper in the long run with the contracts, and they can they can move Zazel for more money or something. I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, I,
4: I have a question for Peter about this. So, Peter, what do you think? Don't
2: don't start laughing. What do you think was uh like who gave you and Core the most trouble last year in lane in NA? Like what other bot lane? Um, <clears throat> Stixey and Biofrost. Stix Bio. Okay, who? What? What lane? Like, what duo gave you the
3: second most trouble? Uh. Ooh. I don't know. Everyone else just kind of sucked. I think honestly, it just if depends. If you had on to the pick
0: day. one,
2: if I had okay. to pick one, if okay, so sorry, if I had or to pick had one, maybe individuals from other bot lanes, if you um, can aside from Stix Bio. Okay, I think Vulcan
3: mm-hmm
0: okay sneaky was fine uh who else god 80 carries who are good Do you think
1: zven is an upgrade over sneaky
0: mm, um, i think it's possible yeah possible okay. uh i i fuck i don't know oh i mean
4: cody was any was cody any cody, good in cody's,
0: uh, no no he's not cody's so fucking overrated dude this guy like i i, I obviously would like it seems like I have like fucking eighty carry envy or something when I shit talk another eighty carry, but truthfully, like Vulcan was hard carrying him in lane. Like I think every pro player would agree that there's nothing special Cody was doing. Well, Vulcan was just playing really,
2: really well and making a lot of space for him in lane. Okay, um, so you it sounds like you think Vulcan was a top support in yeah, lane. Yeah, Vulcan was 100
0: percent top support. I'd say I would say Vulcan is squarely the second best support in NA after core, and then mm-hmm. I'd, put, I'd put bio, like, slightly... Like, very close. Very close, third.
4: Is that is that laning phase only, or
0: all parts of the game? Probably all parts. Yeah. But, but especially lane. But, like, it's not like they drop off after lane, those players. They're, they're fine after two.
2: Okay. Gotcha. So...
0: Did you have,
1: yeah, did you... Where were you we going with this, Colby
2: Well, I was just curious to see where, if these guys were gonna fall up in the people that were <laughs> contesting Peter for lane. You know what I mean? And uh, it sounds like Peter was Co- Cody's that... in
1: chat.
4: Yeah, he threw out a kek w at double okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> it's I mean it sounds like Bio and Stixxay gave Peter the most trouble. Obviously, Sven and Vulcan weren't doing together last year, and Peter sounds like thinks that Vulcan is pretty good. But uh, I would say it is difficult for me to assume that like clearly the best duo in an A and like the best laner in an A for like. The entire and like sorry, it was, it would be me sucking Peter off while he's on camera right now. But like the best laner Please. in NA for the entire history of his career is like gonna be uh, unseated by this new combo getting put together when like Peter's played against Sven in this league for multiple seasons now. Uh, I don't know. We will see. I think it's maybe a, a big leap, especially with like Core as his
4: counterpart in lane. So just wait till he gets the LWX treatment. Where they come bot lane twenty four seven and naguri him. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I re- I
2: remember when TSM got the best in the west lane and how that how that factored out for them. So,
3: Whoa, heard the- dude, heard this narrative. Before. Oh my god,
0: dude, Zven is so bad. I mean, he just plays so bad, it's crazy. I I don't know, like this guy, if he gets a lead. Okay, here's my here's my feeling against Zven. I'll give I'll give credit to like some many carries. Like for example, I think like Cody Sun, and. And Sneaky, and Stixay, those three 80 carries in in NA. If I give them a lead, they will do things with it. They will like move around. They will like you know snowball and like it'll make it hard for me to have a game impact. When I die, if I, if I was to die to to Zven, if I got two v two killed by Zven, or if I got ganked by the jungler and died, I know the game is absolutely the same as before I died. Nothing is gonna change. I'm still gonna pressure him in lane. I'm still going to be more useful later. And he's still going to randomly die, no matter what. Like, it, it, there's just like a huge difference between the players. Like, I think Zven is a good player because in a situation where like he doesn't have to do anything, but but he also like uh, doesn't feel any pressure, so he doesn't throw, because like he is like good at farming the lane evenly. That's like his superpower. But um, he's terrible at denying me from farming when I play against him, and he doesn't actually do anything. He doesn't set anything up by himself. It's always just like he's like the follow up. He's like the guy who, um, like if Bjergson's snowballing like hard as fuck, you know, he'll like do his job. So he's not like bad, obviously, because he's a pro player and he has like a good track record. But like, is a really bad sign when I feel like I could die to you, and nothing is nothing is gonna change. I'm still gonna walk back to lane and win. Um, I think, um, it just it's all it's all situational, of course. But like, in, in if if C9's balling does well, it'll be probably because of Vulcan, not because of him.
1: You just uh, said that uh, I asked a second. Sorry, I, I want to throw back to you in know, a second, Duncan. But uh, the one thing I want to ask you about, Peter, was a second ago I asked, it, is there a world where Zven is an upgrade over Sneaky? And you said you could see it, but then you just trashed Zven pretty hard. So did, is Sneaky just, like, is the heat, has he fallen so much in your eyes?
0: Um, Sneaky didn't have a good year. He was losing both sides of the matchup for, like, the whole year is the same matchup. Kaiser Zaya. And then Ezreal was meta for like the first half of the year. Um, so basically for most of the year it was Kai'Sa, Ezreal, and then some various. I think Sneaky like lost every side of every matchup, which is pretty bad. But at least the thing is, the the feeling I get against Sneaky is like I will win lane, but like he won't be useless. Um, so I think that's kind of it's hard to play against, I guess. I don't know. I see a world where Zven is better, but I also feel like Sneaky might be being underrated right now because he came off like worlds where he didn't do so hot. But like, uh, I don't really think he's that bad. I just think he never wins lane. Which okay. eh, I mean, that's pretty bad already, right? <laughs> but like, but like, at least he's useful. So if you look at the CS numbers, it's like, oh fuck, he's behind. But like, he's still useful most of the time. That feels good.
1: Duncan, do you have any uh, retort to any of this to defend your boys, Zven?
5: Uh he's not my boy yet, but uh hopefully okay, we can get it.
3: Sounds
1: like you're backing out of
3: it. I am curious
5: to ask double if like how much of you think is not pushing his advantage and being able to like do the things you talk about and punish you is coaching and him just not knowing yet? Because we know that C9 has a really good fundamentals coach in reaper and how much do you think Reaper really does anything to the players and helps them, or is it just kind of like Sven's gonna be recycled?
0: Um, I'm not sure. I never... Okay, the thing is, I never really got the feeling of, uh... Like, that he was being, like, coached badly or something. I I think... Even the reason why TSM picked him to begin with is because he's, like, the guy that never fucks up. I think that was, like, the selling point. is like, consistent, solid. Like, he won't throw like I throw the game sometimes. Um, and he he did play pretty well, like, for the, the previous, like, two worlds. So, um but like he was never going to carry the game i guess and then i feel like that that like part of it is kind of always missing like i never i i think he'll never even with good coaching be the guy that like takes over um so mm, i don't know i don't i don't feel like it's coaching i think it's just kind of his play style to do that
1: so i don't want to spend too much time on this but i think uh so i guess mark do we have another caller about c9 in general or should we just tackle C9 generally?
4: Uh, I think we have one more okay, about so. C9. And we we at least have like EG and some of the other, you know, components that are happening with C9.
1: Okay. So then we'll, maybe we'll save like the general, we'll C9 be good discussion for another time. Uh, Duncan, thanks so much for calling in. Anything you want to say as uh, we move on to the next caller?
5: Uh, I just wanted to say thanks for having me on. And uh, thanks to Movement and Alienware for sponsoring the show. Thank you so much.
1: Have a good one. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next caller. Maybe this we'll episode's
2: gonna be lit, dude.
1: I'm yeah. so. This excited. is what
2: you call lit. Yeah, this is great.
1: I mean, you seem I like love your, you're on a your unfiltered Opinion
0: on things. Dude. I should have. Yeah. I should have fucking. No wonder everyone skipped the first ninety-nine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's,
4: job. it's going great.
1: You were on some of those episodes too. Uh, I try to
4: skip them. It's very difficult. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Kaito is here. Kaito, where are you calling from? Hi, I'm calling from uh, Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. Nice. The nation's capital. What do you want to talk about on the show tonight?
6: Uh, So I mentioned earlier about Koma. Um, So basically, I said earlier Koma's getting sacked. Uh, I didn't realize that he actually was going to free agency, but I think the fact that Koma in general is going to free agency, along with Khan, Clid. You also have to mention Crazy, Fly, Mata, Uh, All these people from uh, SKT are uh, either parting ways with SKT or going into free agency. I think SKT is boom. I don't think they're ever going to hit the heights that they had back in Season 3, Season 5, Season 6 because they just don't know what identity uh, they want the team to have at this point.
1: Well, okay, so I'm a little... Why do you think it's an identity issue? I mean, it could just... Like it's interesting to me you it's one take to say that they're boom it's another take to say that they just don't know what their their identity needs to be.
6: Um I think uh if, well this is entirely I personally to me this is uh, entirely dependent on whether Koma stays or leaves. Um I know he's talked a lot about uh wanting to spend some time uh, with his family now that he's married but um I think if he leaves SKT as as an organization I I don't know how they recover from that because of how important coma was to SKT's identity, um, if, if that makes sense.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
2: Uh, I have initial thoughts on this, which is that I think that... I would be more concerned about it, and I'm not necessarily saying that you're wrong. But I think that the thing that SKT still has here that will be really, really powerful them in assembling good teams, as long as they have it, is is Faker. Uh, no surprise there. Just because like players of that pedigree and caliber will always attract other talent to rosters. Uh, it's like you know. G2 in North America, and Peter and Bjerg in NA, or sorry, in Europe, and uh, Peter and Bjerg in NA, like, I think if you have one of those cornerstone pieces, uh, especially, like, with the amount of resources and pedigree that uh, SKT as an organization has, if you have Faker on your roster, like, you are going to get interest from other top players, assuming that he's still, and, like, I, I just am, like, more ignorant of the situation. If Faker, like, still has the same sort of internal rep with players within Korea that I would expect him to have, then I think they will still be able to pull top rosters.
1: I I would be surprised if Koma doesn't resign. I, I'm a little... It's interesting to me that he went to, to free agency. I, I assume that's on Koma's side, not on SKT, yeah. though. I don't know...
4: on on the SKT tweet, they said, you know, Koma, Clid, and Khan are all exploring free agencies, but we are actively continuing conversations to have them return, Yeah. Uh, so it, it's probably not over.
1: Yeah, so I, like, if, if SKT wants those guys, I, I assume it's on Koma and that he wants to, want, like, stick around, he's maybe just exploring what, how much money he can get, all that stuff. It makes a lot of sense to go into free agency if you're a big name. Yeah. I actually Let's think- Let's
4: put Doublelift in hot water. You, who would you rather play with, Broxar or Clid?
0: Uh, shit. Oh man. <laughs> Can Clid take English classes? Let's say, let's
4: say his English isn't great. I don't oh, know if it's good or fuck, not. But that's I, let's, hard. Let's
0: that's that's by the way, so Steve,
1: hard. Steve's in the chat, and he says, "Don't answer, don't answer." He's <laughs> spamming in capital letters.
4: <laughs>
0: oh shit. All right. Well, uh, decline to answer.
3: Uh, I suddenly had a
4: Steve's well, not did. gonna fire you if you mouth off He says, LL, hey, no, I you I
1: can, admit. it's fine Okay, there we go Okay,
4: wait, Woof. Steve, can I get a raise? No, I'm saying <laughs> um, so
2: Not the appropriate menu for that conversation <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay Uh, Like, I Which don't know One I, for raise I, and two for flat salary <laughs> <laughs> No, like, personally like, I, I think
0: I would absolutely hate my life If I played on, um a team where I didn't feel like I could freely communicate with like most of the members. So I definitely would rather play with Broxa. If assuming Clid's English isn't good, like I think it's just too frustrating to feel like I, I can't have like any connection with someone. Even not even like a friend connection, like literally just like in game. Like how are you supposed to fucking communicate with someone if you can't even speak each other's language like on a conversational level? So um, it's already kind of hard with impact. But he's even conversational. Like, you could literally talk to him in English. Well, he's Twitch chat conversational. Yeah, he's Twitch chat conversational. Like, he hella talks in memes. But, like, you can... And any English speaker can talk to Impact if they can understand his accent. So, like, I think it would just be hard. It would just be hard. So, I'd I'd rather do English-speaking jungler, like, 99% of the time unless they're stuck in bronze.
1: Okay, so... uh, Back to kind of the topic, though, which is SKT's plight. I actually don't think that... Okay... If SK doesn't uh, sit, doesn't figure out their situation in the future, um, or doesn't hit the success that they've had in the past, I actually think it's more because of the rise of Europe and LPL than it is because of SKT not being good. Like I actually just think LPL has become an incredibly competitive region. I feel like they might have usurped LCK as the strongest region in the world, um, and I think obviously G two almost had their complete run this year, so. I actually think just G2 and LPL are what's holding SKT back, not necessarily... I mean, G2 blocked SKT twice this year, right? So I actually think it's more that than it is any issue with with the team. Uh, what do you think that the whole the broader topic, though, Peter? Uh, SKT and what's holding them back, and if they have an identity Mark, issue um, or something?
2: Mark, you got some yeah.
4: back got background skills. noise?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: but, um... No, I mean, I think SKT's identity is always pretty similar. Um, They usually play through mid and top because they have Faker, and he probably understands Solane's the best. Um, I don't know. I don't really understand what an identity issue means. Usually an identity issue just means this. You don't have good enough players on your team, so you can't play through anyone because they all suck. So, I mean, like, (laughs) people had that that sort of, like, problem with us last year, which is, um, like, Our team, like Team Liquid, we only play through bot lane, but Ole wasn't that good. So, like, we kind of had an identity problem when we went international, because everyone knew what to expect, and it was like, even when we were doing our game, like, even when we were, like, playing our game really well, it wasn't as effective as, like, RNG. Um, So, I don't know, usually identity only comes because, like, you just, if you have, like, insane players in every position, you won't have a
4: problem with identity. That's what I think. Yeah, I think when when fans often talk about identity, it's usually like the idea that they have what should be enough talent, but like can't, they they like change their style up too much or something Uh, where, you know, half the games they're picking like, it'd be like if Doinby sometimes just played like Azir or, you know, like Corky and stuff like that and wasn't committed to the more like roaming play style where like, you know, it feels like they have a strategy that they that like he's gonna get priority, he's gonna play engaged champions. A lot of the times they're like melee tanky things, you know, like I think that's what fans often look at when it comes to like bad identity or whatever you wanna call it.
1: Hmm. By the way, Twitch chat's all spamming. Zven left T S M because they tweeted two minutes ago officially. We already know he left T S M. He's joining C nine, okay? We don't need to need to harp on that. I'm pretty okay. confident. Um. yeah okay so generally speaking so we'll final question Peter will SKT are, rise back to the heights that they've been in the past or are they doomed
0: Uh, if I had to bet I'd say they're probably fine they're yeah. probably still good
1: Kaito sorry we don't have too much time to, to go back and forth with you tonight but is there anything we you want to say as we move on to the next caller
6: uh, no but I don't think so thanks for having me Yeah. thanks have a good one
1: we're going to do a quick break right now Uh, Before we go on to the next call, Peter, if you want to go grab a water or something, I know you're already half here. Peter doesn't drink.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, I drank last night, which is why my voice feels really bad right now.
1: Why do you drink? You said you'd never drink.
0: I got peer pressured, Uh, but I need a beer
4: back. I'm going to go pee.
0: Who who, peer peer pressured you
1: now. Who who peer pressured No, you don't have the power. All right. (laughs) I think I know who peer pressured him.
4: I guess I'm not a peer. No. I can annoyingly pressure.
1: All right, we're gonna talk about uh, Alienware, which is our sponsor. They got some Black Friday deals going on. I think actually right now they might even have some up earlier, early. If you go to alienware.com slash Travis, I'm gonna link that in the chat right now. Yeah, Black Friday, early access. You don't have to wait. Shop and save on up to, uh, up to $550 on select Alienware PCs. I'm gonna go ahead and put that in the chat so you guys can Check it out. Also, if you're watching the YouTube video, you can click the link in the description. But this is the new 27-inch Alienware monitor uh, that I have in my hands. And uh, it's a beast, I'm not gonna lie. I actually have it uh, out right now because um, Brody and I were filming some stuff with it yesterday. We're doing some some stuff for, uh, Ow. for <laughs> Black Friday review. But also, to my side alongside Nick Allen. Nick, do you want to gesture to this? This is the new 55 inch OLED gaming monitor that I have sitting on my second desk. It's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I want to thank them for sending that over to me uh, and for not sending it to Mark, Uh, but it's fantastic. Either way, they've got a whole bunch of cool products uh, that are on sale for Black Friday. I'm sure there will be even more stuff to check out in the next couple of weeks if you go over there. And uh, Broden and myself are working on some content to sort of highlight some of those deals. And I actually just did something with uh, OneUp, which is Team Liquid Studio. They had me take a look at this monitor in particular, so stay tuned for that. But either way, go check out their stuff at Alienware.com Travis. Uh, oh, I guess we can go longer, because Peter is, uh, oh, he's changing the lighting situation. He's still figuring out how to handle lights in his new home, which is all right, whatever. Anyway, thank you so much to Alienware for your support of the show. Mark?
2: We should have had Peter do the Alienware ad read.
1: I just don't know if, Peter, could you do an Alienware ad read and have it be
3: professional?
0: Um, no, not have it be professional. Just kidding, of course I could. I'm right. the most marketable man in all of esports, dude. I would have I would have absolutely demolished and smurfed on your uh, shout out, your paltry little puny shout-out. That's like a <laughs> one out of ten on my scale where I am consistently a ten.
1: What is your uh Instagram, Peter? <laughs>
0: uh Instagram.com slash elongpang. Okay.
1: I got I I had a source tell me. Wait, who's oh is it is it on I've heard that evidence of your debauchery is on Instagram. Oh, I don't debauchery? actually... Yeah.
4: Ch- ch- cherry. Debauchery. Debauchery.
1: Where is it? All right, Brad, Imagine being
0: a talk show host that doesn't know how to say debauchery.
1: There's multiple ways to pronounce it.
2: <laughs> oh, is this like tomato, tomato, debauchery? Honestly, oh, wait, Peter me
1: calling you. me a talk show host might be the greatest compliment he's ever given me. He's at least acknowledging my role. Uh, Dopist is here. Dopist, where are you calling from? Uh, Boise, Idaho. Boise, Idaho. Welcome. You've been on the show before, right?
7: Yeah, I was on the last one actually.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, well, welcome back to the show. Douglas, do you...
2: Did you get up to any uh, debauchery since then? Um. No, I'm
7: not really sure what that is. Uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> neither. Neither does Travis. Uh, I'll so... try it out. <laughs> uh, let me Google it. I'll try it out sometime. Yeah. If you click the
4: microphone next to the word, you'll hear this weird ch sound, opposed yeah. to a k.
7: Very interesting. very interesting. What, Either way
1: What um, do you want to talk about on the show? <laughs>
7: <laughs> um, besides Travis's uh, bad pronunciation, I just want to talk about uh, TSM and uh, c nine and the rumors now I think uh, they're really could be set up to be really good contenders against TL hopefully um, this upcoming season and set TL on their next um, adventure into worlds.
4: Mark, is this our c nine
1: roster groups. call? That you had mentioned?
4: No, I don't. Maybe it is. I thought this was more just a general take on TSM and C9, and like, it, can anyone contend versus TL? Yeah,
1: okay. it's more general about. Okay, it. so so this is so we're thinking we're asking if TSM and and C9 will be able to uh, to contend? Yeah, because actually that's one of the things uh, I've seen a lot of chatter on Reddit and Twitter and stuff that like none of these roster moves are making some people feel as though anybody's going to be able to rise up against tl and i'm kind of curious what your take is on that peter do you think would you look at all these roster rumors and do you think you know you're gonna have a serious challenge next year
2: can uh sorry can we summarize before peter does
4: what the rumored tsm roster is as well
2: yes um
4: so tsm is a little up in the air based on the jungler position it's either it's broken blade beard kabe Biofrost, and then jungler could be like Smithy. Uh, theoretically, Broxa, Smithy, Dardok, Meteos possibly. Um, Opus, do
1: you have a prediction for who like whenever you're submitting that TSM roster is scary, do you do you have a, an idea on who your jungle is in that situation?
7: So I really don't because the rumor was that Smithy would be going maybe to Immortals. I'd yes. really like to see I'd really like to see Smithy on TSM because I think he's such a great jungler. But um if not him, I, I'm not really sure. Uh, there, there's a lot of other native junglers, but I don't think a lot of them are as maybe exciting as maybe Smithy would be. Um, amazing. I heard Bjergsen really wanted to work with Amazing, even though um, maybe... I don't know if that's like as awesome, maybe, as getting Smithy, but uh, that could be an interesting option. Um, but I don't know. TSM Club uh, would be really cool, but I'm not really sure that would mean that we'd have I to I don't think it.
1: they can have...
7: Uh, it,
4: amazing because he
1: would be an import
7: is an amazing native nope uh no. no he's an import oh okay then that's my bad then yeah i don't really know i guess uh the options would be like Dardock or
1: something well okay we'll f- pose it this way so assuming the kabe rumor is true then tsm People has to saying pick...
4: he's a resident is that i thought he wasn't n oh, a a nick I mean,
1: nick allen is saying he's team. a resident
7: Oh, he's a resident. I'm pretty oh, sure okay. he was grandfathered in. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty
4: sure yeah.
3: he is. A...
0: I Nick, do you know that from your Europe, time stint.
1: running the league? Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. Guys,
0: no one's going after amazing. Let's be honest here. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the. Let's talk about the
4: more realistic options. All right, who's <laughs> who's your scariest jungler for that team, double Doublelift? And then we'll assume. Yeah. That okay.
1: That's so cool uh, so I was going to say we have to limit it to a North American resident or jungle or like North American. Peter, who who would you see in that position that you think could be scary? I think
0: best. I said best domestic of jungler of before was Jake Smithy. Um, okay,
4: so even though he's probably going to go to Immortals, let's just pretend he goes to TSM because that's the best version of TSM. Does that lineup have any chance of taking taking a uh, best of yeah. five in the finals off you?
0: Ah, uh, for sure. I mean, we were about to lose to them in spring when they had Acadian and and Sven and Smoothie, and so like they upgraded. Assuming like these things happen, like they get upgrades in three positions, and then like. We stay either the same or we get slightly better, I think. Like, we went to five games against TSM, Clutch, and C9. So I feel like people who think that, like, we're so fucking dominant, like, we're, we're not, like, owning every other team every time. It's actually, like, really close a lot of the time. So, um, especially this time, like, where I went five games to, Cl- like, this last split where I went five games to Clutch and five games to C9 and all three of us made it to Worlds, I think we are like, pretty close in skill. So um,
1: I mean, but I think a lot of people are thinking yeah. of TSM as the TSM that didn't make it to Worlds this year, right? Like obviously they pushed you in Spring, but we had we sent Dignitas well, Clutch over TSM to Worlds
4: by their own ex coach's admission. It was a well, actually no, it was by Parth's admission that it was an overperformance
7: on TSM's part in Spring. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. I they see. We also don't know
7: tsm's coach because zix did leave and i thought <laughs> zix was one of the main factors that probably led tsm to have such a good performance at least that's my personal opinion but yeah so not. like clutch is clutch is changing right
4: maybe not for the better we're saying tsm's hopefully getting better and c9 the other team that took you to a best of five on paper if you're optimistic they might be getting better right because they're losing sven and sneaky like they're they're keeping licorice and nisky it sounds like so far so that's a pretty big change-up, too, for for them.
3: Hmm.
0: I'd like to believe that every team who's, like, a good team, like CLG... Wait, no, why did I say CLG? My bad. Let me say it back. <laughs> um, C9 and TSM know what they're doing when they're making rosters most of the time, except for that one time that TSM didn't. <laughs> so, like, i like to believe that, like, they're doing what they think is going to be an upgrade. Um. So... I'm gonna assume I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and say like they probably know more than us as outsiders, so like they're upgrading a bit, and then, you know, assuming we upgrade, then, I I actually don't know. Like I feel like I'm already so lucky individually to win so many times in a row. Like, I think like so, it's like something crazy. Like the last like seven times, the last seven splits that I played, I won all seven or something. Like like maybe it's like six in a row, but like. I just only I can get that lucky. Like I have this weird superstition. Maybe it's because I'm fucking Chinese. I don't know. But like I have this weird superstition that I can't keep getting so lucky. Like it's just it's like it's going too well. So if there was like any time to get unlucky for like a split or maybe even like a whole year, maybe this is the time that I'm like gonna get unlucky. I don't know. I appreciate that. Does that make sense though? I appreciate that that your
1: your defense of TSM and C9 having a chance to win is that you're gonna get unlucky.
7: Yeah, exactly. Like it's not. It's not it's I not can't like keep getting Luka. away with it. I mean, to be fair, like uh, like theoretically, let's say that Broxa or I don't know, maybe like CLID to TL like happens, and the maybe this synergy isn't completely there. Like let's say first split that could give TSM and C9 even more opportunity to supplant and push TL. At least give them competition in our league. So hopefully they can have like practice partners. Like G2 had a practice partner in Fnatic. Hopefully TL has slightly better Pragness partners this year so they can be more prepared for international competition. Because I still think TL, regardless if it's Broxa or Clid or whatever, like they'll probably still be the best chance we have at like, having really good showing internationally. I don't really know. I'm a TSM fan, but I don't really know. I'll have to see the roster before I fully believe in it being better
1: than what TL has. All right. Well, Calby. I don't think you've spoken much. Is is TL going to continue their dominance, or is Cloud9 or TSM going to come in?
2: I mean, as Peter said, I think that it's not... I mean, they got taken to five games in both finals, right? Um, It's not unreasonable. Uh, It all kind of just depends. Um, I think of the rosters that we're currently discussing, my personal opinion is that... um, uh, I, d- I don't have a lot of confidence especially if Smithy is not going to TSM that they are going to have as complete a roster as like C9 does um, and, I, and I have to think about like the areas in which like somebody overcomes uh, Team Liquid which is like uh, the unknown for TL right now in the jungle position and potentially like I just personally see Impact as like the weakest uh, position on TL in terms of like laning and where somebody can be exploited um, I think that Jensen and like Cor and Peter are really really strong. So uh, I think that C nine would probably be the one who would be the bigger threat. The bigger threat. I mean, they
1: also have a, a longer history of finding success through unconventional roster trades. Like everybody's
4: yeah. well, and go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say the other thing to to help with Kelby's point is like. Let's say the Sven uh, thing goes well. Vulcan is NA's next stud in the support position. Misty mm-hmm. just had a pretty good year. is mm-hmm. um, really explosive. Maybe he becomes even better or something. And Licorice is already arguably the best top laner in North America. So, like, you know, maybe. Uh, but uh, Impact had a really good year. So I feel like C9 would need to really have this, like, incredible and they, i i still like to play off from summer um i don't know i could see it i i would also depending on who TSM gets in jungle still slightly be more inclined to c nine as well
1: peter, what are you laughing at
4: huh nothing sorry <laughs> um uh just the show is so fucking
0: entertaining i <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry sorry what that c' on so much um no th- i think c nine no i agree though c nine does seem a little bit better overall like assuming okay i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna just i'm gonna wrestle a lot of feathers here i think Sor- i think bierke did not have a great year last year like i don't think he was playing great i feel like a lot of the year you could make an argument that like damonte jensen uh who else N- nisky nisky was playing better than him you really could. You really could say that and you wouldn't be, like, an idiot, right? And any other year, like, most years, it feels like, nah, dude, like, he's so good. Like, when TSM wins, it's because Bjergsen's just, like, smurfing on him. But, like, I don't think this last year was his year. Um, he had some good games, of course. Like, he's still a great player, but, like, he didn't have... And then, like, I don't know what happened to Broken Blade after Spring. Yeah. Kind of just, like, yeah. stopped So, like, um, I-, I don't know. Like, I think that's the like, biggest, like, X-Factor team. IMO. Because, like, I think you kind of know what you're going to get with C9. Really inconsistent team. Like, because they have so many... Like, well, they have Blabber, who's, like, a coin flip player. And, like... Niski is a little bit. Yeah, Niski is a little bit of a coin flip player, too. So, I think you kind of know what you're going to get with C9. um, But, like, with TSM... I don't really know. I'm always afraid, though, that like there's going to be another strong team. I'm not afraid. I'm just, I don't know what, what the right word is. You but, like, seem I'm so kind of
1: nervous, like, Peter.
0: No, no, I'm not nervous. I am expecting. I guess okay. I'm
2: expecting. You're a pessimist.
0: Yeah, I'm expecting the teams to be great, and so I'm I'm trying to I'm like trying to get ready to like work hard and like try to be better than them. But then it's like really disappointing when the rosters don't add up to be very good, because then it feels like I'm trying my ass off and like my whole team we're, we're practicing so much. But like the competition isn't that great, so yeah. um, I like it. I feel like it's better, obviously, and it's better for international results if like the teams are good. Uh, so, uh, yeah. But anyways, I would I would rank. I'd rank TSM as like. Maybe slightly below C9 at the moment. Also, we don't know who their jungler is, so that's like how the fuck can you yeah. even really tell? Yeah, yeah. I <clears>
7: think unless Six he goes to TSM, I think C9 is definitely probably going. At least on paper, work out better than what TSM could come up with. At least for what I'm seeing, but I don't know. Dopus. yeah. Anything?
0: His name is Dopus, right? Dopus, How big's your cock?
3: Uh, what the fuck?
0: No, I'm just kidding. Five, All right, here we're gonna we're gonna
2: pull that one back.
0: Bridges. Oh, my bad. I, inappropriate. That's fine. Are you sure? You have the question, drinking?
2: dude,
4: or
0: something? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what kind of toxic? This toxic talk, so fucking serious, dude. Oh my god. I like how Look your definition of serious. serious is you so
1: can't serious. ask the guest the, the size of their penis. He's like, "Whoa, yeah. if I can't do that, this show is way too serious." This show sucks.
4: Like, <laughs> do, do you do this in every uh, form of media, like thing that you do? You just randomly halfway through blurt out a question about how big someone's penis. Is. <laughs> you're on no, ESPN.
3: No, we actually, on, actually cut
1: those out of the interview show. every every time we do an interview. <laughs> Peter's yeah. screaming at people walking by, asking yeah. them about the size yeah. of penis. That's what that's what post is for. By the way, I what. I'm thinking about it from the perspective of Peter on my show for dopest. He just had double lift. Ask him the size of his penis. So it's a pretty interesting evening for this guy. It's a great night. Yeah. (laughs) Dopest anything you want to say, uh, please don't sue my show, uh, for before, as we move on to the next caller.
7: Um, uh, uh no uh oh uh, <laughs> you're gonna out, no, no 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 okay i got this uh shout out uh the chainsmokers for hey Chelsea, the new singles popping uh they're not as good as they used to but they're pretty great still um and uh shout out to jake uh we'll miss him on tl he's a great jungler hopefully he gets on TSM, please thank you
1: i'm good, good i think kobe uh, just Shelby, is
7: a new song popping
4: can you confirm
2: Uh, well, if he's referencing Takeaway, I would agree. They released like a new single, Last Friday or something, that's more poppy. I'm not as into it. But Takeaway owns.
7: Yeah, Takeaway's really good.
1: Gobas, thanks so much for the call. Kobe just walked in. Kobe Are you gonna- Peter's on this show, do you want to ask him about the cat and when to coordinate that adventure? Look at
4: this thing. Look at at this and tell me you guys don't want this. How allergic can can you really be? He,
1: he He wants to know how allergic you actually are to cats, Peter. I'm
0: fucking allergic, dude. I'm so allergic. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm like downing allergy pills every time I go to Lena's place, which is like crawling in cats. So it's, it's pretty bad. I'd say, I'd say like,
8: Kobe's not even listening
1: to the end of this. He's just walking out the door because he. (laughs) did hear.
4: If you're already taking the allergy meds for one of your significant others, just take it for the other one too.
2: But I don't have a cat. (laughs) Ha.
1: Okay. Y'all
4: knew who.
3: But we do.
1: We don't have a cat.
3: Kobe,
4: Sorry. Did Kobe see my cat? No, stop. This guy.
1: we're done with the cat conversation. I just wanted, I was hoping okay. they'd have a... We are not done. We're done. done. It's... We're
3: not done. <laughs> <laughs> he right. got
2: his retweets, Travis. You have to hold up your end
1: of the field. I did not oh, say no. that that was how that was going to go. Dopus, thank you so much for the call. Thanks. I,
7: thank you, Doublet, for asking me about my penis size. All right. No problem. Thanks, dude. Thanks, dude.
1: Our last show as our sponsors pull out, episode one hundred, we made it.
0: How right. appropriate! Very appropriate.
1: Let's move on to <laughs> the next call. Mark is grabbing them. By the way, I can't shout out. We're getting so many subs, and I really, really appreciate it. But the show, it's difficult to to shout them all out. So thank you. I'm just going to highlight "Killing You Guy." Thank you for gifting a hundred subs. That's fucking insane. This guy, uh, or, or woman. I assume it's a guy because name is "Killing You Guy." Just dropped like five hundred bucks on the Twitch uh, to celebrate our hundred episodes. So thank you so much. And the high ground, thank you for the five subs as well. Uh, and then X Adam X, thank you for the ten bucks. All right, uh, our next caller is here. Is it L2K? Is that how you say it?
9: Nah, IZK.
1: IZK.
9: Or All Isaac, right. if you want, mate.
1: Anyway, what do you? Where are you calling from?
9: Uh, from Adelaide, Australia, mate.
1: Well, do you normally add the mate, or are you doing this because you're hyping your? You
9: know. Uh no, I usually speak like that. Okay. He's Australian Travis. I know, no. but it's just Travis, yeah, why Jesus. are you why are
0: you trying to you trying to hustle this?
9: What do
1: you want to talk about on the show?
9: So my question was, uh with Sven's garen being the MVP for the two thousand nineteen summer split and the rumors of him being picked up by E. G, do you think any other team will try and uh, put in a better offer?
1: Well, so he, so the, just for context, he did not become a free agent. So he was, the, the rumor is, which I'm very sure is maybe true, um, is that he was traded by C9. So if you're saying, are you asking offer with, with Jack or offer with Sven?
9: Uh, Sven.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I don't, there teams to be completely transparent. The teams would not have been able to to approach Sven and offer him money so much as they're approaching Jack and offering him money to buy out his contract and trade him to their team.
9: Yeah, do you think any other team will approach Jack to see if um Well, I think to try the, and get Sven.
1: The majority before. of this stuff already happened during the off season um or during before the off season free agency period hit. So presumably if one was going to, they would have been able to already. That's why I'm like fairly confident that that trade is going to go through uh, because these guys have all had weeks to talk to Jack. Um, and supposedly, by the way, the rumor is that EG acquired all four of the players from C9 that they acquired for somewhere around 3 million. So I that's a lot of money. So I don't know how yeah, many no. other orgs are going to be able to do more than that. At least it's in the multiple millions, if uh, according to it. So,
4: first question Does Double If agree that Sven should have got the MVP? I don't know if. Did you vote? Reading you, um, your team's rep?
0: No, I never vote. That shit is so stupid. Oh, but okay, Jackson, I agree. But, sorry. Why is
2: it so stupid?
0: I mean, it just feels like such a huge jerk off competition between like, it's, it's like there's politics because people who vote, they don't. There's obviously like some bias, which this is expected of course, but like no first off, no one ever wants to vote. So you just kinda of pawn enough to someone and then sometimes like you get like the troll voters who are like voting, I don't know just, like, complete randoms, like, Apollo as the best idiot, for example, but, like, that didn't actually happen. That was just an example of something that would never actually happen. (laughs) He's
1: the nicest guy and you guys just used him as a punching bag. I feel really bad about it. Anyway, Yeah,
0: dude, he's so nice. You should do interviews with him instead of me. Um, no, I think I think that you end up with situations where, um, the fans get, like, really butthurt that, like, uh, like every time the votes come out, they get really bad. Like, oh, why did this guy vote this way? So, I don't know. It feels I understand the point of it is to like drive interest to certain players and like drive interest to LCS and stuff, highlight like certain players. But um, I'm not sure. I feel like there has to be a better way to do it where like we're not voting for each other. Because, um, like, you kind of don't want to hurt your okay. So, let's say for example, like it's season seven, let's just let's just use oh, this as an yes. example. <laughs> Let's just use an example. You're on Jensen's team and your teammates vote for Brixen as the best mid. He's gonna be a little salty, right? He's gonna be a little upset. So you're just like, eh, maybe maybe like Bjergsen's not the best mid. Maybe it's like pole belts or something. I don't know. But like you see what I made? Like there's like some politics involved where you don't want to like offend any of your teammates because it might be like a sore spot that like someone's good. But anyways, their original point was is Sven an MVP? Yeah, he's he was pretty good. He was, he was yeah, field. your jungler just <laughs> left, so you can offend him.
3: And then you answer the question in <laughs> words. Five <laughs> so, he by the way, good. Jack
1: is in chat right now. He's correcting the story about the millions of dollars for buyout and saying it was a $50 Puma gift card. So, uh, that's. Oh, wow. Damn. Oh, that. Yeah. That's so worth
2: Phil gave Jack a Puma gift card? I thought yeah, that I Jack would I already don't. have sponsor budget. Like.
4: If Sven is worth a $50 Puma gift card, how much is Double Lift worth? $100 at Chipotle?
0: <laughs> I don't need that. I'm a Chipotle VIP, dude. I get that shit for free.
1: Well, I don't think it would be going to you, it'd be going to Steve. How yeah, about, how about Sneaky's
0: highest tier Patreon sub? Call the deal. <laughs> Actually, Ooh, wait, did I just nice. break the rules of LCS? We don't have a deal. We don't have a deal. Are you not allowed to sub to other people? Does no, no. I think as- he's
1: he's speculating on the value of acquiring a a player, which would be tantamount to poaching.
4: Right, but it got me thinking: Is him donating to Sneaky to see his lewd picks count as him bribing Sneaky? Like, does that incur some kind of competitive integrity problems?
1: Let's ask. Let's ask former commissioner Nick Allen. Uh, Nick Allen, you used to run League of Legends ops. Uh if if you found out that one player was uh, subbing to the highest tier of Sneaky's Patreon would you find that player and or get them in trouble no, They're great pictures. They're, they're great pictures he says. Okay, so uh never mind. You're you're good. Apparently Nick knows. Anyway, uh whatever. So back to the main point or the main question which is something about Svenskeren. Oh. Uh if if other teams would be interested in uh so one do you think Kelby and Mark, since Peter was just talking a ton, do you think that Sven should have been the hottest commodity during this offseason? Uh, MVP, native, I mean, resident now, NA jungler. I mean,
2: I think that... I think that Björk should have been the hottest commodity of this offseason, but he didn't go to offseason. Like, True. Like, I, I think that it was... So incredibly foolish that Bjergsen did not test the free agent waters. Like You have absolutely nothing to lose by sourcing as many offers as possible. And also then, like, if you are going to free agency, I think that it also has a snowball effect of impacting a lot of other players going to free agency as well. Because if Bjerg is potentially moving and... Uh, creating some sort of NA super team or something to rival uh, you know Team Liquid in North America or what G2 has done in Europe. Like that is potentially interesting to me. But the dude didn't test the waters. So
1: here everyone, we are. But by, by the way Kelby, everyone in chat right now is saying, but he got equity.
2: Oh, but he got equity. Perfect. I guess I guess that he couldn't have received an equity offer from another organization I guess we know then that well, the you technically X-Way couldn't because
1: the rules would not have allowed that.
2: But wait, wait, but what were the rules created for? So you're saying that LCS? Anyways, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. That's like a whole nother rabbit hole that I don't want to dive down into. Um, thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Oh man, there's that 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 question actually just opens up so many things, Travis. Uh, that that we don't have time for. The thing is. Björk can still get equity from TSM by testing the free agency market. In order for uh, TSM to win this player, they need to make the most compelling offer possible. I don't think that it would be a wise negotiation tactic if I was keenly interest on an, interested on in retaining Bjergsen to say that your equity position walks if you don't accept before you go to free agency. That immediately signals to the talent that, like, you are not in a position of leverage uh, to me that you're death, that you're deathly afraid of them testing the free agency waters, especially when that player has been underpaid for such a significant period of time compared to what they could command in the market, like oh man, anyways, aside from Bjergsen, um I think it's, I think it's possible that Sven was the highest value player that that went to market. He certainly got paid uh, or. Parties certainly got paid uh, way more than I would have expected. Uh, but if the rumors about EG acquiring uh, Sven and these other players are true, I mean, I understand it's a it's a difficult position for teams who come into the league and they don't have any other bartering chips, right? You don't have any players on the roster to work with. And if you are coming in depending on the position that you need to make, uh, from like your investors. You've just gotten an LCS franchising spot. What is the expectations for the people who have given you money to f- to fund this organization about your results and the kind of splash or impact that you make coming into the league? Do you want to come in and do you want your entrance to be a 100T level or do you want it to be Golden Guardians level where 100T came in, they spent a bunch of money, they made a really big splash uh, with a significant roster and you have Golden Guardians that came in and I think made a much more economy and value play. Uh, it, it all depends on the expectation not just uh, from your fans but what your investors are expecting out of this situation.
3: Mark?
4: Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say Sven was probably uh, but it's hard to know because it seems like from what we heard going back to last year Senai was going for like these package deals. Jack was trying to move multiple people for larger amounts. Uh and so I don't know if, if Sven was really attainable for anyone who wasn't going for one of these sign a whole roster type moves from C9, which limits them a lot in, in who would could get it. Um Yeah.
1: IZK, any final thoughts?
9: Uh not really, you know, just basically if they made that pay out for Sven and say definitely, I believe is also rumored. Definitely
1: uh, uh, Sven and I'm forgetting one.
9: Kumo.
1: Oh, Kumo. Yeah, thank you.
9: Yeah, if they made that pay out because their contracts end next year, ah, 2021, to try and make a good team, well, let them do that.
1: Yeah. No, I'm super interested to see how things go with the the EG stuff. Though the rumor is that uh that Zazel or Zazel and Ben will start, but Niski, or sorry, Kumo and well definitely, I'm falling apart here right now, uh, will potentially get traded or maybe start. So we don't know yet, but either way, thanks so much for the call and uh, hope to catch you on a future episode.
9: I no probably might Have a good one.
1: Have a good one. All right. You want to take the next caller, Mark? Uh, yes, please. And he's off. By the way, uh, I just want to say... Thank you to everyone for supporting the show over the past hundred episodes. It's actually super cool. Um, I've actually never hit a hundred episodes on any of my shows and I think we wouldn't do it if it wasn't for all of you guys. And it's actually really cool. I'm so happy that it's this show. I mean, obviously I loved all of my previous shows, but it's super cool that one where we're able to have Collins and everything is great. So thank you all for watching this. And it's been really cool making all these episodes and we're back. Will D1 Thrill? Welcome to the show. You've been on before.
10: Yep, many times. Yeah,
1: thanks for being a Twitch sub. Uh, where are you calling from? Remind me.
10: Uh, Miami, Florida.
1: Miami, Florida. I hope we go back there. I actually really like the Miami <laughs> thing. Um, we lost Peter. Maybe he ordered food. We're gonna. Why don't you just say your spiel and then uh, enough we'll...
4: penis talk for him. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Oh,
4: he's Damn back. It. Okay. What do you? Uh, what,
10: what do you want to I talk basically want to talk about how. Uh, with Dig giving all this money to Huni, it's a h- large mistake, and being not giving that money even portion to Vulcan and letting Vulcan go was the largest mistake the orc has made, especially just now forming.
1: So letting Vulcan Hard go degree. and paying Huni Hard as much as they it. did were both mistakes. Peter, you but agree? How well,
10: Why do you have to be to pay Huni two mil? That's if that's true. That's crazy. How bad do you have to be to pay anyone two mil? That's like not Bjerg or Doublelift.
3: Whoa!
0: Let's go. <laughs> I like this guy.
10: Oh yeah,
1: Doublelift. Double million. Chat.
4: He's got a big cut. Wait, what?
1: <laughs> what? Can you please stop talking about the Dude, penis size of our collars? You've
4: already eaten. What are you? What are you doing? Uh, I ate
0: Chipotle, like um, I mean Jersey Mike's a few hours ago and. <laughs> I'm hungry again. But
2: but uh oh good say Peter. Uh Will why do you, why do you feel that's the case though?
10: Uh because over the years of watching Hooney play, he's never seemed like a huge carry or like the guy for any team. He always just seems like a great supporting cast. So I don't think he's always been worth that much money in a sense. I think he's a good piece that would bring any team together. But I think when it came to that spring split, Vulcan Stepped way above what anyone expected him to be, and hard carried that team most of the spring.
1: I mean, he was pretty. Huni was pretty big on Fnatic, but I feel like afterwards, maybe on Immortals. But
4: it, we're reaching it, back there.
1: Story. I mean, it was only a couple of years ago. I um, mean, that
4: applies but, for most league things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I pretty much agree. I think, especially if the the off season roster swap stuff is true.
1: I mean, like the, the, the uh, rumor the, the I've heard is that Phoenix think. is joining, too. I don't know if anybody else has heard that, but...
2: Wait, Phoenix the midlaner? Yes. Phoenix, you spent... Oh, man. Well, that... Why would and... you spend so much money just to have a like a washed rest of your team?
1: I mean, my assumption is that Phoenix is Hooney's choice for the midlane, if that's they the case. They play
2: together on Echo Fox.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like if you spent your whole paycheck on like oh, no. <clears throat> a Gucci sweater, and then you ate top ramen for the next year.
3: Oh like, no! That's what. Th-
0: that's exactly what this is like. They're like, "Fuck, we used all our budget on Huni." Um, uh, all right, now we just get like a budget mid laner like Phoenix.
2: Oh god! Like this is where I do respect organizations like, um, who are I guess wiser with their money. Where like I think that. Really, you have you have two different tiers of teams: the ones who go to worlds and the ones who do not go to worlds. Uh, in North America, at least. Um, and so like, if you're going to make a play for a top three roster, like awesome, go all out and stuff. But like, why just have this really, really expensive component and then like not have a chance elsewhere?
3: Engagement.
4: But I don't even think <sighs> Cooney's like that much of a. Yeah. He's, he's like, so, so he's one of the rumors I've
1: heard, league. by the way, is that because Phoenix used to be a top laner before he started playing for TL, Hooney and Phoenix will be able to flex top and mid depending.
2: That's some CLG stupid shit right there. I remember when, when we swapped around players like that, it worked out really well for us.
4: Hey, man, you saw what Perks did. This is Perks, Perks is Gats.
2: not Phoenix,
4: Hooney and Phoenix. There's there, Perks. Like
2: Perk skill in mid lane, Phoenix skill in mid lane.
4: Oh god.
0: Dude, dude, dude. Like,
2: Imagine you're a hoonie, right?
0: And they're and they're like, Okay, we'll offer you two million dollars if you can roll swap mid top, walk on water, and turn water into wine. And he's like, Of course I can do all those things, dude. I'm i li- I'm God. He's like like of course he's gonna tell them that he can do this. Like there's no way yeah. it's actually gonna happen.
1: Peter do you do you suspect because the the theory I had was that and again this is all rumor 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 and things change on as free agents become available et cetera. but let's say Phoenix does end up there I my assumption is that that's a Hooney decision that Hooney told them I want Phoenix in the mid lane and so he made that happen because they're like buddies or whatever I'm kind of curious if you have any thoughts while you're eating your I think I think
4: it's uh I'll answer for Doublelift because no one cares anyways I think It's uh, just like, hey, dude, these guys are balling out. Get in here and get some. That's what I think it is. Like he's hooking his bro up? Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, he's just
2: like...
0: Dude, they paid me two mil. Imagine what they'd pay you. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I can get you a job
2: here. Like, you can't get a job anywhere else? Don't worry, I got you. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, oh, tell, no. them, tell them you can play top lane. They'll believe it.
4: <laughs> like, that's crazy. <laughs> I played Renekton and Vlad six, five seasons ago in like 2014. Don't worry. I got it. Wait, <laughs> who 2014? else is on their roster for the other positions?
1: Uh, let me pull up my... I posted uh, this on Instagram.
4: Is, is, is his contract up or is he still there?
1: The rumor I've heard... Where is it?
4: Lyra's gone, isn't he?
1: The most right. recent clutch rumors I heard were... Where is it?
2: What did Jacob say?
1: Oh, Dig, sorry. Uh, So, yeah, only Hoonie and Phoenix are the only ones that I know for, well, not for sure, but are, like, 90% confidence. Cody, mm-hmm. I've heard, is likely. And then there was a light rumor that, uh, oh, I'm actually not even going to say it. Uh, so, yeah, Jungle and support are still open to my what knowledge. What are you going to say? Double is going there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you know? Well, the Jungle situation everywhere is fucked because nobody knew, like, I think nobody was able to lock anything in until today, and it was like, "Where's X like, Smithy going? Where's all these other players going?" So the jungle situation across the board for anybody that needs one has been weird.
4: Uh, so we're all in agreement. Dig is doomed for for next year. Yeah, I, if this <laughs> rumored roster comes about.
2: I mean, well, Cody's got to get out of there quick, dude.
1: I don't. I wouldn't say they're doomed. Cody, run. What does Doom like?
4: Justice for Demontes. Uh, barely a playoff team at, at best. Like they're, they're a playoff team. To... I mean, there's too many
1: holes in there. Like if Cody gets a sick support and they get a sick jungler and their only Where weak link is mid Where are these supports junglers coming from? Well, Phoenix is a resident, so they mm-hmm. can import one okay. of them from somewhere and then they can take another... I don't know who they would take. Who's who's like a sick.
4: I mean, to be fair, Echo Fox managed to get third one split. So let's be honest. We're still in North America. They could easily pull it off.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not willing to say like they're doomed yet. I'm not willing to say that.
4: <laughs> all right. I'll do it. Cody and chat. All good. I'll get my ass carried to worlds again by a random support.
1: Okay. <laughs> Bloggers. <laughs> and then, and then sadly not be able to play because of a last minute decision. Oh boy. Um, all right. I'm trying to think if there's anything else on this. Uh, did we answer all your questions, Wildy One Thrill? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Anything that you want to say as we say goodbye?
10: Uh just don't give Kobe the cat and Mark keep showing the cat more.
1: Don't give Kobe the cat. That's what I want to hear on this show. Thank you so much. Uh Wildy One Thrill, have a have a good evening. You as well. And I think we'll take one more caller and then we'll take our final break of the night then we'll be just about done uh thank you again to everyone who has subbed if you're watching i hope you uh follow oh ferber too gifted a sub to double lift congratulations double on your 10 months to the channel you can That's now a use lot of gifted subs. you can now use the exclusive you can now use the exclusive oh is kobe in the chat oh i think he is yeah he says oh, what the fuck i heard that uh you can now use the exclusive kelby Chat on Twitch or emote on Twitch. Doublelift. Do you know? Uh, there's yeah, a, dude. There's that's, a Kelby emote. I know that you're a big fan of that.
0: That's a that's huge. That's, I'm gonna make my own Kelby emote actually. No, nope. then all your subs will come. Why to me. do Sorry, you guys I signed an, an to... exclusive
1: deal with Kelby. I, I, have, I have image likeness rights. Uh, you don't have access to that. I
4: like how you just steal people's likeness and probably never pay them for it. Like obviously Kelby and myself.
1: You get paid.
4: Mark. Not for my likeness.
1: We, we it's all part of the same package we you signed off on it. Um anyway, let's get into this. So the governor is here. The governor, where are you calling from?
11: Uh Annandale, Virginia.
1: Annandale, Virginia. I love that city. It's incredible. Oh yeah,
11: dude. It's great. Yeah. What? <laughs>
3: <laughs> what do you want to talk about on the show tonight?
11: Um so hardcore CLG fan here. Um and of course the news broke which the video that they did actually announcing that for smoothie was actually really cool, Um but I'm not a fan of the smoothie trade. I love Bio Daddy.
1: So, sorry, you're a you're a CLG fan, and you're sad that CLG is getting smoothie.
11: You're a CLG yes. fan. Yes. Why do you hate yourself? <laughs> oh, feels bad, man. Look, no, I've just been a have just been a hardcore CLG fan for a very long time. Um since the uh good old lift and afro moot days so well, at least D- i joined, joined when you were there the
1: <laughs> steve is in the chat he says oh. he has a house in your city which the biggest question is like what city does steve hey. not have a house in but
11: <laughs> hey steve dc league of legends you know what i'm talking about GMU there we go.
1: okay <laughs> anyway so clg fan sad about the smoothie trade um I don't know, so maybe I'll throw this over to Peter first, because you're the you're a Biofrost fan, I believe. Mm-hmm. Is this a is this an unfortunate situation for CLG to be? In? I'm
0: I'm a big fan of them, and I think they definitely lost out. There's no question who's better, but uh, it just it just depends. Also, like, because like I'm 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 not I'm not saying this because like I think people are gonna misinterpret as like I was talking to him and he like said he was like super demotivated or anything. But I could imagine being in his position, I would not be super motivated playing on CLG. You just came off of being on TSM. You don't know anything except for success and huge fan bases and winning and playing with me. And like, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but like, you know, you know how it is. It's a huge difference, right? When you switch from like a good team to a kind of whatever team. I, I can very much imagine like maybe he didn't, I'm not saying he did, but maybe he didn't put his like absolute best effort in. And like maybe, um, I heard that Smoothie is a huge tryhard. So I, I can't, it won't be that bad, I'm guessing.
1: It can't be that bad. Well, we have the former leader of CLG right behind me, Nick. Uh, did you when you, you when you brought over Biofrost? Uh, do you feel like he tried oh as hard as he could God. have? Thumbs up. Okay, there we go. There you <laughs> there
0: go. Well, then in that case, CLG's <laughs> fucked. Goodbye. <laughs> What's new?
1: So, <clears throat> so you but you do you feel like Smoothie can? You said there's no question who's better. You you don't feel like Smoothie's going to be able to. No. Uh, Bring CLG to the heights they were Smith- able to.
0: Smithy prepare. is a great player, just doesn't have good mechanics.
1: Is there a world where sealed CL- like the other aspects? Smoothie brings to CLG can be more beneficial for them.
0: What other aspects? No, just kidding. Um. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> no. Um. Yeah. There's a world.
3: We're Are you not playing a it, game though. right now.
0: Yeah, I can hear that too. I'm in the middle of a mythic raid right now, but like, don't worry about it. It's it's, it's going really well too. Just gotta say. <laughs>
4: <laughs> can you actually <laughs> can you share desktop? Turn turn your webcam off and share desktop on Skype. I could. So but we can put that up, and then we can
0: talk about that. I'm in the middle of a fight, guys. Like, I can't- I can't fucking- I can't just alt-tab out right now. Please stop distracting him. (laughs) I think you could. Don't- don't fucking distract me,
3: guys.
2: (sighs) By the way, if anybody ever wanted any insight to what, like, me, Travis, and Peter are hanging out is like off-camera, it's just the exact same thing.
4: Just fucking wiped. Thanks a lot, guys. (laughs) Wait, someone spammed in chat. Did Double If wiped on Mythic Abyssal Commander? I'm getting getting sold out
0: by Simon.
3: (laughs) So
1: Simon is spamming. Double If is on Abyssal Commander Zavira. (laughs) Just wiped at 45%. thank you simon if you could uh, simon runs a lot of our bot stuff so simon you can just create like a bot that messages peter and then lets us know how he's doing on every boss that he's on that would be great
0: i don't know if we're gonna make it I know you guys are really you... concerned here. Whoa, what, was what was the, the conversation? Was the topic is yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, the
4: <laughs> to CLG.
3: They couldn't get to
4: Worlds last year, and now they've got Smoothie instead of Biofrost. Are they getting to Worlds at all this year? Should if I was fans... if
0: I was CLG, I'd nuke the whole damn team, or just like I don't know. Actually, who's worth saving? I'm not saving sure what I would team. do. Who's worth saving? Stick say, he's good. What about Wiggly? I don't, I can't yeah. what anyone says no. Uh, he's. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I think who's the who's the best player? I don't know. Like it fucking sucks because you can never really tell if Poe was trying or not. That's that's the, that's the part that really blows. If you're if you're in CLG, like was he trying?
4: <laughs> Who knows? It's
0: funny because I was... I
3: kinda...
4: <laughs> just like what? the whole way he came over with his whole like I'm going to North America to like compete for worlds and all that.
3: It yeah, he's like, so like troll.
0: That's that's not what he was doing. <laughs> Just to be honest, with your fans. But, uh, uh,
4: yeah, so CLG fans should find a new home. I
12: agree.
1: Jesus. Okay. So that's sorry, the governor. You called Ed as a CLG fan worried about the smoothie trade. And the advice that this channel ha- or this call has for you is it's time to abandon ship and move to oh, a new. I team.
0: actually have something uh, good news about CLG. I totally forgot about this. When we scrimmed them last year, Ruin was like. He was like smurfing on us so hard. So like he's the top laner. He's their new top laner, obviously. Um, I don't know. If thanks, he- thanks, for <laughs> <letting everyone laughs> Thank you for a fucking year. Yeah, he's been
9: here for the a update. whole year.
0: My bad, my bad. But like, okay, so we scrimmed them, right? And like, Power of Evil. The joke was that Power of Evil the worst. Was the worst mid laner on the team because like when Ruin went mid, Jensen couldn't play the game. He was just dead. <laughs> and like, and then and then Power of Evil would just be turbo feeding top. So like, no matter what lane Power of Evil was in, he would win. No matter what lane Ruin was in he would win, so I think they have a gem top lane. It's, it's like, for sure that I think he, he might be their best player. He's
3: well, isn't not that bad. true
4: of Jensen with most melee matchups? That's uh, true. It's true, He does have a bit of a kryptonite.
3: Alright.
1: Well, the governor, what are your... <laughs> Just kind of curious, after all this information, how are you feeling as a CLG fan?
11: Uh, shat on, but it's all good, dude. We're ready for next year. <laughs>
1: okay, great. Any final thoughts as we say goodbye?
11: Uh, two things. One, um, shout-out to the DC League of Legends Facebook page. Um, two, uh, shout-out to Alienware Movement.
1: Right. Thank you so much for calling in. Have a good one. You as well. Okay, We're going to take our second break of the evening. Speaking of Movement, I'm rocking some Movement sunglasses right now uh, and also wearing a Movement watch. Thank you so much to Movement for sponsoring the show. We really appreciate it. It's been nice to have them for the last couple of months as a sponsor. I'm gonna go ahead and link their code so you can go check out their stuff. They're based out of LA. They make awesome, awesome stuff uh, on their website. You can go check it out, 15% off if you use this code, which is mvmt.cc, c, sorry, mvmt.cc slash Travis Gafford. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can go check out their stuff there. Just even clicking the link uh, helps me out as they, you. they see that you've gone and ticked it. Taking a look at their stuff I'm putting it in the Twitch chat right now, uh, so thank you so much uh, for their sponsorship. Again, sunglasses, watches, accessories, all sorts of stuff. We actually, uh, I they came by the Twitch channel the other day whenever I was streaming some, I think it was Legends of Runeterra, and threw 25 gifted subs at me, which was quite nice of them. Um, it's kind of cool that they just popped into the chat like that. So, either way, go check out their stuff. Uh, they have some really cool things. The high ball sunglasses. I need to ask them for a pair of these because they actually look really cool. Um, and they're similar to an old pair that I used to have. I need to hit them up. But either way, mvmt.cc slash Travis Please check out movement. Helps me out a ton and Mark a little bit, only a little. All right, uh, let's move on to, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark muted himself. So he can't even, oh, he's in the other channel. Great, he didn't even, he heard nothing. He suspects nothing. <laughs> um. Thank you, by the way, to Boba Cola for gifting a ton of subs to people, including to Nick Allen and Link and Kelby. I saw Link in the chat earlier trying to use the Kelby emote. He didn't. He wasn't a sub. Now he can use the Kelby emote. If you are not currently subbed, you might be missing out on the Kelby emote. I know for a lot of you, you don't care, but there's other emotes too. Uh, so please, please go check this out. What have... are you going to
2: get? Chain smokers emote. You should get. You should get. Uh, freaking Alex and Drew emotes, dude.
1: I think I don't have access to their likeness like I have with you.
3: We have a call. Uh,
1: yes, I know. Gravis <laughs> Tafford is here. Gravis Tafford. Oh, you, that's a good one. Where are you calling from? Uh,
13: I'm calling from St. Louis, actually. St. Louis. Did you go to finals? No. I. Okay, I didn't have enough money for a ticket, basically. I'm sorry. It's pretty pretty tragic. Yeah. But I did watch online. That was Travis, stop income shaming this guy. What the fuck?
4: <laughs> yeah, not all of us can be washed up top laner signing for two point three million.
1: I think, <laughs> I think it was two point four, by the way.
4: Oh excuse
1: me. Yeah. Uh either way, let's just move on. Travis, uh, what do you want to talk about on the show?
13: Um, so I think I, I so for one, I'm a C9 fan and I really enjoyed watching Golden Glue play. And that's why I'm, It's tragic. I think it's tragic he goes to Golden Guardians. Okay, but like, you
1: didn't get to see him play. Whenever he was on C nine, he was stuck well, at he, Academy. I, I, think
13: I the finals one split. I watched one. I did watch Academy, but like, mm. he, okay, so he deserved a chance at a starting spot, and I think most people would agree. But Golden Guardians is not a contender team at all. Like, for someone who needs to rehabilitate the reputation to be on Golden Guardians, who like. For sure. I don't think they're going to make playoffs. We've had no like roster rumors on their end. So I'm just kind of, I think it's tragic that he ends up there, even though he's like a brand fit and everything.
1: I mean, Golden Glue's a roster rumor.
13: Well, besi- besides him, I'm saying like we don't hear anything about other pieces moving around. Dean and their
1: GM is in the chat right now. He just threw a question mark at you. Um, you- go ahead, Kelby. <laughs> uh,
2: I was just going to say so. You feel like it's a shame. Does that mean that you think that because Golden Guardians is not a playoff contender that Golden Glue is deserving of being on a playoff team like he's playoff level mid?
13: I don't I don't okay, that's fair. I don't think he's a playoff level mid. I just think I think he's one of those players where his reputation is, precedes him and I like I want to see him get the chance to rehabilitate it, but I just don't think it's going to happen on GGS. He's not.
1: Wouldn't it be worse? Okay. By the way, I'm not sure if I agree with the idea that he's not a playoff level mid. But let's say he isn't a playoff level mid. Wouldn't it be worse for him to go to a uh, like a top team and seemingly get blamed for a lot of their issues if he's not uh, up to par with the rest of the players?
13: I I don't think so. I think. Peter,
1: did you swipe again on at nine percent? Ah.
4: Hey Peter, before you get into the next the next uh, encounter, you re- restart. Uh, what do you think? Do you think Golden Glue going to to Golden Guardians is bad for his reputation, or what do you think?
0: How can anything be worse for his reputation?
4: It's like setting you up. <laughs> I know best. what you're gonna say. I just gotta. I just gotta ask it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think if if he if he stays in Academy where he's been for the last like 20 years. It's not gonna be good. Like, even if you're like, I think his his chance is like, he's playing well on a team that's not that good, and that makes him raise like some stock. But I think right now no one's even like thinking about him, so he should be. I I mean, I'm not saying this like to bash on him. I just think he should be grateful for the opportunity to play in LCS after he's been trying to get an LCS for like so many years and he just didn't make it.
1: Well, so the question, by the way, Peter, uh, the caller was saying that golden guardians is an unfortunate place for him to land that that it's it's he's not going to be able to it's not a team that's going to be able to let him like show up to playoffs and all that stuff so do you think that it would have been better if he was on a different team
0: um well i don't know if he like fucking replaces bjergsen i think that's even worse so just try to prove yourself like like you got to know your place in the world sometimes you join the last place team that's just where you belong but like
4: I actually think staying in Academy is the perfect move for North American mids, so that way like you can you do well, and people keep wanting to see you, uh, but you never have to go up against the other import mids waiting in the LCS.
1: True, true. You'll always be I, the mid laner that could have been.
4: Everyone's like, where's Golden Glue? Where's Demonte? Where's... I mean, Demonte worked out, but...
13: I guess my point
0: wait Demonte's a great example. Demonte's a great example. He joined a pretty bad team. Clutch was like one of yeah. the bottom teams last time and he mm-hmm. he is good. Like I think it's good for players who are looking for a chance to join a bad team like like quote unquote bad, I guess. They weren't like at least like the worst, but like you can show, you can still show
13: how good you are even if your teammates aren't that good.
3: <clears throat>
13: yeah, I was going to say I think like if even if he joined like a 7th or 8th place team, which is I think where he would be in like mid lane rankings and he like just doesn't suck, right? Because his whole reputation is like scrim god, but like never performs on stage. Where it's like if he can just like not suck on stage and like at least get like seventh or eighth place, it's like, oh okay, well he didn't suck. He didn't like he didn't like tank his whole team, right? Whereas like with Golden Guardians, I don't think I think they're like doomed to bottom two again. We've heard no, like I don't, I haven't heard any rumors besides Golden Glue to GGS. What rumors have you heard
1: about Immortals?
13: Like Smithy, I've heard like Smithy to Immortals.
1: Okay, so you've heard one rumor for Immortals and one rumor for GGS.
13: But also, Immortals is aren't they inheriting the old optic roster? Not that that's a great roster, but right. But GGS has their old
1: roster too. I get my my point is just like uh, it's it's just it's strange to me that you would draw conclusions about not hearing rumors uh, in terms of determining like the strength of a team. Like it could also just mean that they're looking abroad or that could mean, I mean, it, uh, for all I, yes, admittedly it could mean they're not looking at anyone and they're gonna suck and they're gonna be in 10th place. I just, I would never rate a team based off of, and their potential based off of how many rumors I have or haven't heard about them.
13: That's fair. I just think that a lot of really good players or big opportunities are getting snatched up so quickly this off season.
4: Well, alright, so I'll, I'll go to bat for the, for the caller here, okay? OpTic finished in playoffs last split, and depending on what you think of Jake, which, double-lift thinks very highly of him, he's an upgrade over Medios potentially. Mm-hmm. Whereas, a pessimistic person can go look at Golden Guardian's roster, they didn't make playoffs, and you can have the opinion that Golden Glue is a downgrade to Froggen. Um And if there's no other moves coming in the pipeline, which you assume there would be, because this is opening up a uh, you know import slot that yeah, but if there's nothing else that they hear, you can momentarily be, be pessimistic, no?
1: I think the only problem is is it's not like we have like uh, and I I don't know, maybe the caller isn't seeing the same rumors I'm hearing or whatever, it's the off season everything feels weird. But like the rumor the only rumors I've heard for immortals is that they're losing like all the optic players essentially, or they're trading them away or whatever, right? Like
4: Listen, I, I'm not saying I actually believed anything I said. I just made a case for the caller. Okay, yeah. you're
1: backing out already. I'm sorry, I oh, thought yeah, was...
4: I had no no skin in that game. Right,
1: that was <laughs> that was quick. I just, look, I don't know how strong uh, they're going to be, but just because I haven't heard rumors doesn't mean that, you know, we. I'm ready to to count them out. Uh, I'm more interested in seeing what their final roster is going to be. I, for what it's worth, I actually think Golden Guardians, from at least a brand perspective, is a great place for Golden Glue because it's not going to be like he's going to be on a, on a top team or at least one with like the, the history of some of these other top teams. So there's not a ton of pressure there. On the other hand, I don't think that Golden Guardians is like... Mega instantly assumed to be last place. Obviously that was their first year in the league but that wasn't their place or their situation last year. So I think this is a great place for him to prove himself and Golden Guardian's Golden Glue is so fucking great. Yeah. uh, Gravis, is there anything else you want to say at the end of the call?
13: I appreciate what you do, Travis and uh, shout out to Alienware and Movement. Great sponsorships. Uh, Thanks for doing what you do. Thank you so much.
4: Hey, Doublelift, are you, are you in a raid right now?
1: I am. I'm going to give up. I'm, I'm okay. close to Wow, what's is,
4: up? This, this is the call that, what's wrong with NA call? So you you can...
3: If you <clears throat> oh, I've been waiting for this that. call. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> what?
1: Why would you oh, no, that? You're just worried about having to answer it? Exactly. Or you're just distracted and you're saying words that come through your mouth, but without going to your brain first.
0: No, no, no. <clears throat> I'm the best multitasker you know. And let me tell that you... That is
1: not true. The moment you look at your phone, you hear nothing I am saying.
0: Yeah, Peter, no, that is that a, is a very blatant lie. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Multitasking is not uh, my selling I point. I can tell that
2: our caller is from North America.
1: Sorry, I'm bad is calling in. Uh, sorry, I'm bad. Where are you calling from? Man, that was a low blow come on uh well yeah i am calling from canada vancouver canada vancouver canada welcome to the show uh what do you want to talk about on the show
8: uh well i think one of the biggest issues with north america right now as a competitive international region is the fact that there's like little to no grassroots like path to pro projects that are like sponsored by riot
1: scouting grounds
8: well scouting grounds is the closest thing but like scouting grounds is what once a year, not that it's long, not, and it's not like a solo queue players. So, I'm not saying and I disagree with your way. take,
1: but I do want to point out that this year they also had a bunch of amateur tournaments that you could participate in to feed into scouting grounds. Uh, did you know that? I
8: didn't actually, I did not know that, but the Face um, It ones, what they were called Face yeah. It somethings. Ah, uh, well, uh, that I didn't know, but I think like there's still little to nothing below that. Like, players who want to go pro and like have the ambition to learn the game and are maybe sitting in like masters grandmasters around that skill level don't have many tournaments or many environments to uh like practice in that competitive environment they only have solo queue environment by
1: the way twitch chat right now is like haha he didn't know that none of you people Uh, on twitch chat knew it either no one knows that because nobody pays attention to the scene Shut yeah, up, the Twitch academy Man. league is completely
8: <laughs> ignored for the most part. It's kind of sad.
1: Um, I actually the to LCS viewership. I mean, Peter looks like he's multitasking right now, so I'm gonna have no, to No, no, this no. To I, for... I agree,
0: I actually agree with what he's saying. Like, in EU, a lot of the players are good. Well, the, so first off, the average player is just better in EU to, as a baseline, but like, it also helps that like I'm playing with these players that have played in like the Spanish league or the German league or like the French league, and obviously, like. It's not like enough it's not like enough money to write home about, but it's like enough of a thing where I feel like these guys are they're like almost pro players. But like I mean, in NA, they're not even close. Yeah, that's the they're, just, they're that's, just awful.
8: That's the main thing that came to my mind is like EU has I think EU Masters it's called, or their regional leagues. Yeah. Where it's like a whole bunch of countries from Europe and they all have these leagues where these players compete for I believe Split similar to like LCS length, and that's a great environment for these players to not just get noticed but also practice and get better in this environment. And that's something North America is really missing.
1: Kelby, as somebody who I watches more esports than the rest of us from a variety perspective, what do you think of league in North America from like a development perspective compared to I don't know the systems that you've seen in these other esports?
2: Uh I mean league definitely has a lot more infrastructure uh than pretty much everybody else. Uh it's I guess it's just for us for our case it's like does North America's infrastructure compare to other regions? Um I think that one of the like it doesn't help us now and it may not even end up helping League of Legends but one of the things that I've noticed is like more and more universities in the US are like at the D1 level supporting League of Legends athletics and having varsity programs which is like pretty sick uh because i think culturally for our country especially with the emphasis on like everybody having to go to college now having a path there and like a viable uh way to and i don't know if they offer like scholarships or anything but if it gets to that point that's something that's really impactful and interesting um the the root my personal opinion though and i would love to hear peter's thoughts on it too though like my whole take on this issue for a long time as you know travis has been that like i think that north america is behind and will continue to stay behind because our player base is way way smaller uh than the regions that we're competing against uh and losing out to like na as a region like we just have a we have a lot more interest in other games that eat up a lot of our player base and interest attention like league is not the hot game in North America for like young kids coming up and grinding anymore.
4: Fortnite.
2: Yeah. I mean, fucking like we we own that shit at Fortnite. Uh we we own console space, but like uh league uh you know, like other games like they they have way way larger EU player bases. So of course they're going to shit on us, dude. Uh, uh Peter, what, what are your thoughts? I- yeah. That seems right. But d- okay. when you can I follow up on that, Peter? Like, sorry sorry to interrupt, Mark. But like, when you go to Worlds, like, what are your feelings about, like, when you're there? Because you've represented probably the best teams that North America has ever put forth. When you go to Worlds, do you feel like we are just behind or it's, like, the team just not performing or, or what? Yeah, um,
0: <clears throat> dude, I hate... I mean, it sucks to talk about this stuff because then, like, everyone just... Like, the fans don't... It's not fun to hear about, and you just end up, like, making resentment with the fans, like, oh, you said our region suck? Like, why don't you just try harder? Like, it, it, never, it never feels good, but, like, the, the truth is, if you watched any of my streams in any boot camp, I'll go to Korea, and then this time I went to Europe, and some of those players are just straight up a million percent better, like, without a doubt, better than LCS players. And so, but, like, in their region, <clears throat> in Korea and in Europe, they're not even good enough to get on a bottom-tier LEC team like they're not even good enough to get a tryout. So like they just have so many players to pick from that even like good talent that could come here and like probably be top 3 in their position is like not even worth their time.
2: So I do don't you know. Do you think like, it's Yeah, do you think it's any coincidence that China has not won last two worlds? Like obviously they have good imports and stuff as well, but they are the largest player base and the game and the region that takes League of Legends most seriously. Yeah,
8: actually I want to yeah. like do you think Population is the only issue gating NA because I don't think that's
4: entirely the case.
8: Well, I think it took I, a
2: while for China. I mean, we are literally a third Europe. of Europe in player base. I a mean, yeah, so the,
4: the way to think about it is not the only because there's there's yeah. countless things that every region yeah. faces. I mean, Europe has their own problems too. You know, they all speak different languages. Um,
1: By the way, shout out to all Peter, all Peter for killing Abyssal Commander.
4: Oh, I can't believe it, dude! I'm so nuts. Uh, but the question is, like, what's the biggest one you're facing? Like, like, if I asked Peter, if you could eliminate one problem North America faces, what's the one problem that you would like pick to, to wipe off the list of problems that we have?
0: Um, the, me- the number one problem to me is 60 ping solo queue. If I could play solo queue on 10 to 20 ping all oh, year long, I would Fred's come to Worlds mechanically as good as those other players. I just wouldn't understand the game as well. The problem is we come to we all any players always come to other regions and we're literally like fucking grandmasters players compared to their challengers. That's just the truth. Like we are mechanically not as good as like their top solo key players. So uh and and like the thing is it's such a huge dead horse. Like, oh, is 60 ping really that much? Like, you know, me and my cousin, we can't feel it. Like we play at 150 <laughs> ping. It's like, "Well, what the fuck? Like, oh my god, like I I can't get in this argument anymore." Like, if you told fucking LeBron James that his ball, when he goes to Worlds, his ball is going to be twice as heavy, like, he's going to be really triggered. And then all the things, like, oh, you don't know anything. Like, I used to, I used to play like 200 ping and I was diamonds. Like, I fucking hate this. Like, I just, I can't talk about this.
4: It's just, it, til- it triggers me
0: too much. <clears throat>
4: I, I, uh, funnily enough, I was talking to, a, uh, an import coach, uh, in the North American region somewhat recently, and he was, he was saying he doesn't think pings as big of an issue as, as North American pros talk about because the Chinese pros play on forty ping to play uh, on the Korean server, uh, which I found surprising that because I was I'm in the I'm in the pings so, a problem camp but I, I heard that and I was like huh I guess uh, I wonder I don't know what the, the amount of games they play on on Korean server versus Chinese uh, Chinese servers me, yeah, yeah. versus Chinese servers yeah and also where they scrim but I, I heard he was saying that he thinks it's a big. Uh, Complaint—that's just like not as bad as people say.
3: Well, I think it'll depend on who you ping. ask.
4: <laughs> yeah, I but think it matters is different too. than playing on sixty ping. Well, yeah. sure, but his whole point it. was that there's people playing in other pings too.
0: Sure, like- I think I think you can't really feel up to twenty ping, so forty is essentially meeting you halfway between twenty and sixty. So yeah. they they deal with half as much of the downside. And they have like what 10 times the player base, but like yeah, for example, yeah. I have a counter argument. Like when Perks came here for Rift Rivals, he was saying, I don't know how you fucking play solo queue like in an A. I, I don't, well, I don't even want to play the game. When they come over, yeah. Like, I he's, just, he's literally says, I don't even want to play. Like, well, and he's the guy who is um, like the biggest grinder ever. He doesn't even want to queue up. That's when how bad.
8: His first move, I went from like having 20 ping to 60 ping, and immediately I just didn't want to play the game anymore. It was so different, it was so yeah. much slower.
1: You know, I play a lot of TFT, and I've noticed the ping difference uh, is not as bad as people suggest. Travis is
0: cosplaying my average viewer in Twitch. (laughs) you are really making a lot of progress
4: here.
1: (laughs) All right, so, okay, but so you you think it's actually, if you had to rank ping, player base, Nick, if you had to rank ping, player base, and, like, the infrastructure, what would you rank the three? Mark, do you have another? Raise uh, well, you think... your hand up.
8: Wait, oh, yeah, can we was... even change player base though? Like, unless there's some League of Legends resurgence in our you No, no, no I know. I'm just no, curious that's why. It's up? Up, dude. I'm
1: curious what, how Peter would rank them in terms of issues that are holding us back.
4: Right. It's not necessarily that these are all fixable things, but like this is the biggest. But we have to deal with that. So we go on to this. Like you know, whatever it is.
3: No, mm-hmm.
4: uh, I get it. Um. Yeah, I think I think it's ping.
1: Ping is number one. I know ping. you're multitasking right now, but can you get me two and three?
0: Oh, I was supposed to rank the rest. Jesus. Uh, I mean, why didn't you say so, Travis?
2: He did. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <Probably>. Um, <laughs> he's gonna ask one of my options. Yeah.
0: So, what were the options? <laughs> player base. Player base number two.
1: Player base, ping, to focus and infrastructure. So, if we had, so if we fix the ping, we're in a better place. If we fix the player base
0: i I don't really see what infrastructure being a big problem
1: yeah
2: whenever like i see shit on reddit that's like uh na pros don't try or we don't have the resources or my favorite one that i saw recently fucking old guard is keeping like the new talent from coming up and like we that will like bring us up to the level of other regions i'm just like holy shit like how disconnected do you have to be to fucking think that there is some like conspiracy by the team owners where talent. they're yeah, that they're protecting like the, the Peters and Bjergsons of the world. And they're just like, no, we want to keep these guys in the league. And we, Oh my God. You only have to this. watch
0: my stream for 10 minutes to realize there's no talent out there waiting. There's yeah. no young talent out there. It's a waste. I mean, the
4: thing is if, if anyone finds it there, it's like, it's like fucking crack. People want it. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's not like people don't want young talent. It's not, hard to find either some like fake god think think about people who have like legitimate talent versus like people who don't like how quickly they rise in north america like how long did it take uh licorice from joining like e united or jj or fake god or like the guys who move quickly up and like vulcan and these people like they yeah the the people who have legitimate talent and upside you know, at least quickly get a shot. Maybe they don't pan out, but like these guys get shots, um, so it's like, and and it, it's not that crazy that like, uh it's not like we're we're just like not looking at these. Our coaches aren't looking at these things. Hey, sorry, um,
1: I'm bad. I I I know we have one more caller, so I don't want to take up too much of Peter's time. I know he's busy, but sorry, okay. I'm bad. Do you have anything you want to say as we say Christ. goodbye?
8: Um. Well. Actually, I had like one last thing I wanted to bring up, because I think I might have been looking at my take in the completely wrong way. Like, like, maybe not NA is like a competitive region, but we have traditionally had an issue scouting pros. And with more leagues, you could more easily find the players that have that drive and ambition that want to get better at the game and actually pop off at these tournaments. Um, more, more teams might be able to see these players and pick them up early and teach them and help them learn. I mean, it sounds like yeah, from think...
1: Peter's take that you don't need more opportunity to see them because they're not out there. Is that correct, Peter?
0: Yeah, I mean, if you have the drive and ambition right now in this current way, like you already know how to do it, you just have to climb solo queue. And yeah, you if you're high rated in solo queue, people will look at you, just like people looked at like Johnson and Fake God. And like, the thing is that barely trying, like trolling half my games and getting ghosted every game. I, I'm top 10 challenger every year and it's like and I'm actually just running it down like I, I don't understand how there hasn't been more players with the drive to, to climb the ladder so I think Core's tweet did you guys see Core's tweet after Worlds? Like, I think that's totally yeah. right you should be people should really take solo queue seriously I'm part of the problem like I should definitely take solo queue more seriously but I I haven't been um, okay, so that's a right should...
1: threat someone's allowed to make they can blame you guys in solo queue for making it bad
0: well, yeah. I gave up on any solo queue a long time ago. That's bad.
1: Yeah, I think
2: that happened in the CLG days, I'm pretty sure. Oh my god. Dude, come on.
4: <laughs> well, so the other thing is like uh I can th- I can buy the argument that more leagues will help players develop faster, but I don't buy it from a scouting angle because like Peter's saying like if you play solo queue and you're good, someone will notice you and someone will reach out to try and message you. And it's it's not rocket science, like Play good. If you want to become a pro and you're playing well, go add Doublelift after the game or some, whoever pro, whatever pro it is and say hey, I want to become pro Like blah, blah, blah. Make a Twitter. It's, like, it's not hard to get discovered. It's hard to be good. By the way,
1: don't uh, add Peter after the game because he will not accept.
4: <laughs> not Peter specifically, but whatever pro you're in a game with once you get into that, that elo range. you know. Um, and I think I agree about the, the NA not taking solo queue seriously enough thing. Um, If you, and I got got some flack for like pointing this out, but like, and I'm not saying we have to become grindlords who give up sleep to play as much, but like, NA pros, generally speaking, often have half the games that the pros from other regions have in solo queue. Now, part of that is queue times from lower population. Part of that is I hear we do triple blocks more than other regions. Um, There's some things going on to, to make that mitigated, but I think. The 60 ping experience demotivates players who want to grind solo queue the way they they have it in other regions, and as a result, we just don't play as much league as other regions, as like a flat numerical perspective.
1: Sorry, bad. do you have a shout
8: out? Uh, You don't uh, need to. No, no shout outs, but thank you so much for your time.
1: Yeah, thanks for calling in. we've got one last caller to go. Thank you to everyone who is subbing right now. I'm sorry I can't read out everyone's name. I will try to figure out a way to make Travis it up to you. Travis
0: does appreciate you,
1: huh? I I'll let you know I appreciate you more than uh, Peter does because I don't have as many subs as him. So yeah, you every do. one I like of you. do have 700 subs? How many subs do you have? Right now I'm I've been down to six. Well, I've been in the 500s. This episode I got up to 619 because somebody gifted uh, all those subs. But uh, no, I've been slumming it for a while. That's crazy. Yeah. So Um, my old point is, I have less subs than Peter, so I appreciate every one of you more because I know, I just, I value, you don't get lost in the mix.
4: uh, Travis also doesn't have like a multi-million dollar contract with a team, Uh, so that also helps him appreciate you more. Yeah, he does. He has one with Team
0: Alienware. (laughs) That's the best team you can ask for.
3: Now (laughs) people are
1: going to think I have a multi-million dollar contract with Alienware, which is... (laughs) Not something I'm able to confirm, or deny because of, I don't, Kelby, am I allowed to say? I can't say.
12: T-Rob. Hello. Where where are you calling from? Calling from Hot Pog, New York.
1: Welcome to the show. Uh, What do you want to talk about tonight?
12: So, my hot take is that 100 Thieves will land in the bottom two, three spots in the LCS again this split. Uh, I think it's great that they brought on Papa and Zix. I don't think that they have enough time to work with uh, regarding the fact that a lot of these great players are actually being picked up so quickly. I think their best chance is to pick up Demonte, but even with the pickup Demonte, if you're going to keep someday and bang, you need to go for an NA jungler. They're clearly not going for amazing. they just let them go. They're not going to pick up Medios. The only two good options I'm seeing left are like Dar Dr. Acadian. I don't think that this roster has anywhere near enough time to actually start synergizing together and pick up wins. Uh, I think that, like realistically, they can maybe compete with some of the other bottom tier teams, but I really don't see them going that far.
1: are three PO, thank you for the ten subs. I well, the it's interesting that you're talking about mid lane because it sounds like like the only position that I am relatively confident in from, and I don't know if maybe something got revealed on the ESPN thing, but is in the mid lane they pick they're supposedly picking up Rayoma, the oceanic mid laner.
12: I actually did not hear about that to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, it's okay. Um. So yeah, I actually don't know who they're getting in any role. Like the the most recent rumors placed being at EG. Um. So I actually have no idea where they'd be, who they'd be starting. Fake out supposedly is still sticking around. So, I so you're already worried about their roster, but we don't know too much about their roster, right?
12: Yeah, I mean, I think that a lot of it is so much noise. Like I think that's one of the problems that there is so much noise going on, especially with this off season. But to me, I feel like they have great pieces. But being the fact that they had great pe- or you know okay pieces. Uh, last split, and they were not able to do anywhere near enough with it, I feel like the best chance they have, like I said, is to get Demonte, and I feel like just kind of build for the future, but I don't see them doing anything this split. I don't feel like there's enough free agents, or unless that, uh, you know, unless Nate Child really starts breaking out that Steve Moneybank style, like, I don't see them picking up any stellar picks that are actually going to be able to kind of turn the season around.
2: Where's Afro now?
12: Unknown.
0: Uh, retirement home. Just kidding. Oh. <clears throat> but aren't we all already there? Actually, yeah. We're in NA. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. So we, we don't know where Afro... There's been zero rumors that I've heard about Afro, and I haven't heard them repeated anywhere else. So we don't know. I actually... Uh, so... Oh, go ahead, Mark.
4: I don't have a take. I was just going to fill, because I thought you were out of words to say.
1: No, I just... I think what's interesting is the early rumors were that... Papa Smithy was not interested in importing big names from other regions and was gonna kind of build over time. And that 100 Thieves, who I believe had like the second highest roster spend last year, was gonna go way down. And originally I had heard that Bang was still gonna be around even though the rumor was someday was leaving. But now it seems as though Bang might not be if he's getting, if the rumors around him getting traded to EG are true. So they might just have like a very inexpensive roster. I I have no idea, um, but it's kind of interesting. I, I don't, nothing I have heard from that team is making me feel as though they're going to be world's contenders next year. Now, maybe this will end up at the very beginning of a heist episode in 10 months where they've qualified, but I don't know.
12: Uh, you... Yeah, I mean, I I definitely don't think that the talk of worlds is even remotely in consideration. And especially if those rumors are true of someday and bang leaving. Uh, I think that those were clearly two of the strongest points on the team. The fact that someday had to sit out most of last season was tragic. They had to do it. But like, if you're a hundred thieves and you have this player sitting in your pocket, like, I don't know why you wouldn't try to build a team around it but then again i don't know how well it would synergize together because i feel like these days it's so much more important on getting players who like synergize more like better together and that's why like you said papa uh, mentioned we don't want to just grab the biggest names from across seas because it's proven that it's suboptimal as opposed to getting five players on a team uh, that can actually build that synergy together
1: peter have you heard anything about Hunter t that makes you feel confident in their next year
12: um, I have, but I can't say it.
0: I mean, I think I don't think yeah, you just... can. No, I can't. But like, <laughs> well, you don't need to I say think... if you've heard what you've yeah, heard. Yeah, I, but... I don't need. I'm not gonna say what I've heard, but like, I think I don't think they'll be so bad. I just think they took a really bad approach this year, so it's like bad taste in people's mouths. Where like they didn't use their roster very well, and like I feel like their coach might have been trolling a lot of the time. <laughs> like you never really know. When a team is like so stacked with talent and they do so bad, you never actually know like what the real problem is I think on the outside. You can always speculate though, but like yeah. I think if they keep some of their players and then some of their players yeah, so like what some players day. Ooh. No. Well, <laughs> I don't know who who they would keep right, but like I think I can't say anything. <laughs> I can't say anything anymore. Like you, it
1: sounds like you don't think they're going to be like a bottom team. No, I don't. You think they're going to be a top team?
3: Mm, Where do you think they'll, they'll
4: no. end? No, honestly, how can no. Be a bottom team when they get Smithy. <laughs> you think? I'm trying to throw names out there and see if he starts <laughs> He's sweating. I'm not, I'm not sweating. <laughs> I never sweat.
1: You think it sounds like you think they're going to be about in the middle of the league? Yes,
0: yes, I think they'll be in the middle. It's not very hard to be a middle-of-the-pack team. You just have to not explode.
1: T-Rob, does that fill you in with confidence, at least? Or more confidence that Doublelift, who seemingly is in the know about something over there, is feeling like they'll be middle-of-the-pack instead of maybe bottom, like you think?
12: Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think that there's definitely potential. But I personally just don't see it. Unless they kind of get everything that they really, really need. And Zik somehow comes in and fixes this... Uh, you know, excuse it, but you know, kind of an ass backwards way that the org has been approaching it. Uh, unless he comes in with Papa and totally fixes everything, then yeah, I totally do have a little bit of confidence because they got good pieces right now, especially if they pick up that Demonte. Um, I but don't think
1: they're picking up Demonte.
12: You really you don't keep think
1: repeating so? and it's not going to become. I, I'm <laughs> everyone. I'm. It's fairly confident in the oceanic mid laner. Okay. I'm sorry, friend. I just good. I just want to let you know that so whenever no, it gets officially right. announced, you're not offended. But maybe they will pick up Demonte. Maybe things fell through or they decided to go with him. I don't know.
12: I appreciate you letting me down softly.
1: Is there wow. anything is there anything you want to say <laughs> before we move on to the next caller?
12: Uh, yeah, just shout out to Farmingdale State College Esports baby, Rapid.
1: Nice. Have a good one.
12: Thank you, man, you too. All
1: right. So that is the show. Uh, I'd like to officially thank Peter for the host. That was very very generous of him. It's it's always hard to thank Peter because he's never
4: you're welcome, bitch. It's hard to thank him because he's just too gracious.
1: <laughs>
3: Woo!
4: This show owns.
1: Thank, thank you for joining. It's I so appreciate good that
4: he had to play WoW to calm down. Yeah, to... I realized you <laughs> <he> had <to laughs> rain dead as WoW to calm himself down for the I mental engagement.
1: You had a lot going on tonight, as I can tell. So I appreciate you taking the time. I miss doing shows with you because when I first started doing esports, you were on a show with me every week. So it's always nice. When you return, even if you're not as attentive as you used to be. I really miss the
4: numbers that come with it.
1: Uh, Hey, that was back in the early days. There were not as many numbers there. Uh, Either way, thank you, Darth3PO for the thousand bits. Kelby, do you have any shout outs, plugs? Or actually we'll go Mark and then Peter and then Kelby, so Kelby can do his thing. Mark, what do you got for us? Nothing, nothing at all. Episode
2: 100, you have nothing?
1: Why don't you thank people for, is this the longest show? You've not done anything longer than this, right?
4: I've done the LCS broadcast.
1: not sure if that's the same thing. And
4: that's twice a week. I've done hundreds you of wanna, LCS Do you want to thank
1: the viewers or anything? Whatsoever? Sponsors? Uh,
4: thank you guys for watching and supporting Travis so he can support me. I really appreciate it. Uh, this show is a lot of fun to do, so thanks for coming in and calling and all that stuff. Even when we're abrasive and jerks, you still come. Uh, so thank you for that. And I don't have that much going on this offseason. I'm just... Uh, Mostly relaxing, working odd jobs, a couple of TFT broadcasts and stuff, and then uh, going back for the holidays for Christmas with the girls. So it's going to be a nice. good good couple months.
1: Peter, what would you like to plug or promote? All right,
2: Peter, let's hear the sponsor rundown.
4: Oh my God, what the fuck? He
1: doesn't, he doesn't do that anymore. Like that. He all has no, too many should... sponsors for him to keep track no of. No one
4: watches this show. They won't know that you didn't
0: do it. That's true. Um, don't tell anyone, guys. I know them all by, by heart, but like just... But just don't tell anyone. Um, <clears throat> shout out
1: to. Uh, Steve in the chat just goes, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Peter, come on, pull through. Somebody link Peter. A Alienware,
0: list. HyperX.
1: HyperX isn't there anymore. I don't think.
4: <laughs> yeah, I can pull up a list if you want. Let me just go to Team.
0: Liquid. No, no, they are still there. I Twitch, see it on the Twitch website. Who yeah and.
1: Did you say Honda?
4: And Honda.
0: Did you I say mean,
1: SAP? I said
4: the best for last. What uh, about Need for Seat? And every
0: one of them is is just absolutely incredible.
1: Did you say SAP and Monster?
0: And mo- yeah, I did say Monster. I said Jersey okay. Mike's and Monster right away. Okay.
1: You're still uh, why is being
0: tested? I don't like your show anymore.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure you ever did. Um. <laughs> So, like you came on the show really excited to be here. Um,
0: I was. What the fuck? I just like to multitask.
4: This Next time like we edit. should all be in the raid together while doing the
0: show. Well, actually,
1: that's that that's the so way safe. we get Peter's attention. We just trick him into it by being like, "Let's all raid together." And unfortunately, Kelby won't do that because he doesn't play well. But I know. No, it's right. really Any, a tragedy. Is there anything you want to promote, Peter? Are you doing you? You're in the new house. Or are you doing the house tour? I've heard that you're gonna to try to put one of those up on your YouTube channel.
0: I am, I am, but uh, I don't need to promote on, you know. All right, Calby. Small fry stream. Just like this. fuck
1: it. We're just. I'm just trying. I'm <laughs> J, just trying, Peter. You know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, dude. I'm I appreciate trying.
0: you. I really, I really appreciate you, dude.
1: This is always how it goes. Peter pushes me and pushes me and pushes me, and then I'm like, and he's like, no, 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 no. Oh, I love you. I love you, Travis. I love you. That's true, though. Calby. The real
0: homies when you can be real with each other all the time.
2: That's
7: true.
2: Speaking of real homies, uh, (laughs) since it is episode 100, I feel obligated to pay homage to the people that have contributed along the way. And uh, really, has anybody contributed to the EDM big house scene more than the Chainsmokers? I mean, if we're being honest, it's been a while since they had a focus on bigger music. You know, 2017... They kind of fell off. But everything that they were doing from 2012 through that period was amazing. And not only that, you know, they they had Takeaway. That's like a big room EDM song that released recently. Uh, and not only that, but as you guys know, for a long time, I was blocked by them on Twitter. I also have to give a shout out to Brandon Freytag. He got me unblocked. It by, happened? Yes, he got me unblocked by the Chainsmokers on Twitter. I can On your prove birthday, it. right? Yep, on my birthday, I'm now following the Chainsmokers uh, because, uh, yeah, Brandon's amazing. So Alex and Drew, I appreciate you guys. If you ever want to come back to making EDM full-time, stop making pop music, we will be happy to have you back.
4: Can you get banned again? Because that made the story better, that you got banned for the cause. One of my friends messaged me
0: on WoW and said, uh, Chainsmokers don't make big room. What do you think about that? That's not a, anymore, certainly. That's what yeah. Kelby
1: was just saying, Peter.
0: Oh, well, I mean, he, 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 said he, said he they probably meant general. He probably meant never, yeah. Yeah, he probably meant never. I definitely made big room,
2: but that's
4: okay. That's okay. Everyone's uh, entitled their own opinion. Kelby, you should go get mar- martyred again for the cause, because I don't really respect you as much we, now.
1: We were supposed to see Chainsmokers with Peter and Kelby <laughs> a couple weekends ago. That
4: was not my fault that it fell through.
1: No, not, I wasn't saying it was, I just knew it wasn't going to happen. Holy defensive. So I did book the hotel room.
5: I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, th- I feel like a... my, t- my friends are always trying to imply this something is,
1: This is a pretty funny, This crazy. is a pretty funny story, actually. Peter was like, let's go. He had a person he was going to bring with him. Uh, and the four of us were going to go to Vegas to watch you the Chainsmackers. You can
2: Chainsmokers. say who it is.
1: He, He's going to bring Link. Uh, they're friends now. They made up. After 19 pages, it still worked out. No, I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> And so we were gonna go to Vegas together, but I was like, you know, I'm a little suspicious that this is gonna happen because things already seem to fall through with Peter. Should I book a non-refundable room in Vegas? I was like, I'm just gonna hold out and we'll see. And then Kelby seemingly had the same sentiment. And so then when Peter came to us and said, we can't, it's not gonna work out. Can you guys still cancel your rooms? Kelby was like, yeah, yeah, I can still cancel mine. We're good, we're good.
0: You fucking idiots. I bought a (laughs) non-refundable ticket and, like, it was like $800, dude. Wait, which one of you you just called us idiots? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You just called us idiots for making the wise financial decision.
4: Uh, Yeah, whatever. You guys aren't real friends if you don't all waste each other's money. Exactly.
1: Yeah. All right. Anyway, this has been a hundred episodes. Thank you so much to everyone for watching. Thank you to Mark for doing the show with me. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's been really, really cool to do this. Uh, I think the only reason it's lasted so long is I don't work for a media company anymore, so I don't get laid off. Uh, I can keep doing the content. Thanks to Calvi and Peter for coming on the show. Uh, and thank you everyone. You're all the best. Twitch chat. I know we flame you sometimes, but whatever. Uh, Peter's currently fighting Blackwater Behemoth and is at 50% in stage 2 so we gotta go. There's only 17 out of 20 people alive. He's gotta Are really you focus. one of the
0: three dead, Peter? No, no, no. I'm owning, dude. I'm talking <laughs> to meters. This
1: is with episode 100 of Hotline League. Can't wait to see you next week for episode 101.